When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Stations, if you encounter technical issues during the broadcast, please call the Washington Studio Hotline at 336-831-0820. Coming up on 30 seconds until airtime. Mark, 30 seconds until airtime. Once again, stations, if you encounter technical issues during the broadcast, please call the Washington Studio Hotline at 336-831-0820. Stations, your final time cue will be with 15 seconds until airtime. Mark, 15 seconds until airtime. This is Husky Classics in 60. The ball game is over, and Washington has gotten it done. On the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Each week, we're taking a look back at the greatest games in Husky football history. And the Huskies pour onto the field as Pac-12 champions. Husky Classics in 60 are brought to you by QBSI Xerox. Work smarter. AAA. There's only one AAA. Go to AAA.com forward slash go dogs. Now, here's the voice of the Huskies, Tony Castricone. In 2010, the Washington Huskies were off to a 2-3 and three start under second-year head coach Steve Sarkeesian. And the next four games would be against ranked opponents, meaning the Dogs would need to win at least one of those games in order to keep their hopes of going bowling for the first time in eight years alive. The gauntlet began at Husky Stadium against number 24 Oregon State, which was fresh off a win at ninth-ranked Arizona. It set the stage for today's Husky Classic with Bob Rondo, Damon Heward, and Elise Woodward on the call. The Washington-Oregon State football series began in 1897, and never in the 113-year history of this rivalry have the Beavers enjoyed such prosperity. Their six-game winning streak over the Huskies is their longest ever, not to mention four straight wins over the Dogs in Seattle. And there are reasons to believe the Beaver boom should continue on this brisk fall night at Husky Stadium. Continuity in the coaching staff, depth on the roster, physical superiority in both front lines, momentum for the conference schedule, and solid play away from home. 
You know, when you think of it, those traits once described Washington when the Huskies long held the upper paw against Oregon State. 23 wins in 25 games not all that long ago, and most of them lopsided. But things have changed. <laughs> My, how they have changed. And now it is the Huskies who are looking up at Oregon State and thinking a win over the Beavers would be a great sign of progress on their part. Not to mention a big step in keeping their bowl hopes alive here in 2010. For the 95th time, Washington and Oregon State get ready to tee it up. Justin Cahoot to kick it off for the Beavers wearing the white shirts. The Huskies in the purple. Cahoot advances left to right, sends a boot on the way, and here we go. Callier fields near side left at the 12-yard line. Out to the 20, 25, backpedaling across the 30 to maybe the 32 or 3-yard line. And the Huskies will begin their opening possession from there with Jake Locker at quarterback. And uh, we've been watching him in practice all week long, nursing that thigh bruise on the right leg. How much that will inhibit his running ability remains to be seen here tonight. A 20-yard Callier kickoff return, and the Dogs put the ball in play with the first scrimmage play of the evening here on a beautiful, cool fall night at Husky Stadium. Come out with three wides to the near side, the short side on the left as they go right to left. Now Callier motioning through the formation. Locker rolling right, looking down the field. Throws, good one. Open, made the catch at midfield, and he is double-team tackled down at the Oregon State 40-yard line. Crossing route from DeAndre Goodwin, running parallel with his quarterback and the Huskies strike on the first scrimmage play of the night for 28 yards. Yeah, just the naked bootleg, just what Jake does best. I'm sure the Beavers are thinking, oh, they're going to keep him in the pocket. They're going to hand the ball off. No, get Jake on the run. Get him early. Get him his confidence. Big play for the Dogs. Second down and 13 from the Beaver 43-yard line on this first possession of the night. Locker in the shotgun. Polk behind him. Pistol formation here and Jake drops to pass. Flares it out. Polk left side with the block at the corner. 40, 35, 30. Chris inside the 25 taken down with a Husky first down at the Beaver 24-yard line. And this is exactly what we talked about in pregame, Bob. Jake Locker tonight had to be good against the Blitz. Oregon State brings it. Jake gets rid of it the last second to the back on the swing. Big play for the Huskies. Covers 19 yards, so plays on the drive of 28 and now 19 yards. Washington a little over a minute and a half into the game. First and 10 at the Beaver 24-yard line. Locker, two backs with him in the gun. Takes the snap inside handoff. Polk cuts over the right side and backs across the 20 to the 19-yard line for a five-yard advance. Curse and Polk to the near side on the left. Empty backfield. Locker on third and long. Pressured in the pocket. Scrambling out. Room up the middle. Breaks a tackle at the 10. Fumble the football. Recovered by Oregon State. Locker trying to cut to the sideline. A glancing blow by a defender brought that ball out, and the Beavers appear to have pounced on it outside their 10-yard line. They do come away with it. It is Gabe Miller, the defensive end, with the fumble recovery, and a great-looking drive ends with a Husky turnover. Yikes, we'll take time. They had the ball nearly five minutes, 10-18 to go in this first quarter. Beaver ball off the turnover. Beavers come out in a double tight end set eye formation for their first scrimmage play from their own 12-yard line. Near hash on the right, play fake, and Katz is going to throw on first down. Going long up the middle and overthrows his tight end on a go route. John Reese, who hasn't had a reception all season long, trying to confuse the Huskies with the uh, deep post, and that ball overthrown coverage from Nathan Fellner on the play. Ryan Katz, the sophomore from Santa Monica, completing 57% of his passes, nine touchdowns, one interception. He is the Pac-10 Offensive Player of the Week for nearly 400 yards passing in that win 
at Arizona last weekend. Second and ten for the Beavs. They bunch three receivers to the far side on the left. Now motion through the formation. Fake the fly sweep. Cat setting up a screen. Here's Rodgers to the 15, 20. First down, 25. Run out of bounds in front of the Oregon sideline. And Beaver coach Mike Riley, that is a 15-yard gain on the little screen pass. They showed strength left, ran it back right, and Quiz Rogers does that so very well. So now third down and six Beavers at their 31-yard line. Husky fans clamoring for defense here. Here's Katz, four-man rush, scrambling out to his right. Looking, looking, throws incomplete, ran out of room. Nicely defended downfield by Washington, and the Beavers going to have to punt the football. Here's the snap back, and Hecker's kick is away. Bruns rushes up, fields at the 27-yard line, makes one-man miss, but not the second, third, and fourth. Taken down, they'll give him progress to the 31-yard line with 8.33 to go in this opening quarter. Huskies moved it well before fumbling with their opening possession. We'll see what they do with their next one. In a scoreless period so far, they work from their own 31-yard line. First down and 10, going right to left from the near hash. Locker, play fake, pressure, throws out to the right flat. Tallier with the catch, gets a block from Goodwin, turns the corner at the 35, and has progress to the 37-yard line. Peel back block from DeAndre Goodwin on that play helping Jesse Callier turn the corner and the freshman did a nice job. Locker brings him up at the far hash on the right. Wide side of the field here to the left and Jake looking this way throws to Curse at the corner ran out of room but should have a first down will as he tumbles into the Beaver bench giving progress to the 42 yard line of Washington for a nine yard gain and had he not run out of sideline he might have gone a long way on that play. Purple Gang breaking out of the huddle. Third down and four at the Beaver 40-yard line. Ball at the far hash on the right. Motion through the formation from the tight end. Locker tucks it in, rolling to his left on the run. 35-30. First down and dives to the Oregon State 29-yard line. And that may answer a question or two about Mr. Locker's running fitness here tonight. Designed run tucked it under the left arm for 11 yards and a Washington first down. And without a doubt, nice job there on the edge by Marlion Bennett. Barnett, excuse me, setting the edge, springing Jake Locker free on the corner. And this quarter's coverage, cover forward, those corners playing off. If you set the edge, you have a chance to the boundary. Three back set, Locker in the shotgun on first down at the Beaver, 29-yard line. Takes the snap, fakes a handoff in the pocket. Looks down the middle, nothing there. Tucks it in again, 25. Puts his shoulder down and is dropped at the 27-yard line of Oregon State. Cornerback Brandon Harden on the stop for the Beavers. Here's second and four at the 23. Toss sweep pull. Curdles the pile at the 20 and carries tacklers down short of the 15, but a first down at the Oregon State 16-yard line. Eight plays, 46 yards on this drive so far. Locker, three of four for 24 yards. He's run for 18 more. Ball at the fire hash on the right. First and 10 at the 16-yard line. Jake in the gun. Polk back there with him. Fly sweep coming around. Fakes that. Rolls to his right to the far side. Looking down the field. Throws to the end zone. Touchdown, Washington! Jermaine Curse in the right corner of the end zone. The play covers 16 yards. Locker put it on the money. And Curse held on for sure to this one.
Outstanding job by Jermaine Kearse. Might have got away with the push off with the offensive pass interference, but strong hands with James Dockery all over him makes the big catch in traffic. And here is Eric Folk for the point after touchdown. A 69 yard Washington drive. His kick is away, and it is good. And this Husky offense has been hitting on all cylinders so far tonight. Already 139 total yards for the home team. And we still have 422 remaining in this opening quarter. Dogs break on top 7-0. And the Beavers start their second possession, trailing 7-0 from their own 29-yard line. Beavers in their own 40 on second and long, trailing 7-0, and Katz retreating to pass. Goes to the near side ball. Tipped and intercepted. Huskies with a pick from Trufant off the Iowa tip ball. And Desmond Trufant is taken down at the Oregon State 45-yard line. Desmond was picked on a little bit this week in the Seattle media. Hasn't made a whole lot of big plays this season. Victor Iewa tips the ball up. Big-time interception for Trufant. Hopefully he gets his confidence going, and he can be that difference maker and playmaker in the secondary for the Huskies. Only the third interception of the season for Washington. Only the second interception and second turnover of the year for Oregon State. Offense back out onto the field for the Huskies. First and 10 at the 45-yard line. Locker ready to pass. Throws out to an open receiver. Fire side. First, the reception at the 30-yard line. And run out of bounds with a first down in front of the Husky bench at the 29. That's a 16-yard gain. Locker throwing from the near hash out to the far boundary line. Put it on the money. Jermaine Curse five catches so far for 50 yards. Jesse Callier is the tailback. Locker has him ready at the far hash on the right. A play action. Jake to pass. Steps up. Throws down the sideline. The wheel route to Callier and overthrew him in a penalty marker. Tossed down late as was Jake Locker. Let's see what the infraction is. Roughing the passer on Oregon State. And the Huskies will move it down inside the Beaver 15-yard line. First down and 10. Washington leading already 7-0. Ball at the far hash on the right. Locker in the shotgun. Callier back there with him. Inside handoff to Callier. The freshman powers down almost to the 11-yard line. This will be a gain of a short four for Jesse Callier. Huskies come out in an eye set this time. They've got Chris Polk lined up as a fullback in front of Callier on third and two. Locker under center. Hands it off to Polk. Puts his head down. Carries across the five, across the four, and is stacked up. But this will be a Husky first and goal from the Beaver three-yard line. That is just a signature play right now. This offensive line, whatever changes they've made, they are moving the defensive front from Oregon State. Chris Polk lined up as a fullback. That's 21 trap right up the middle, right up your gut, right behind your senior center. Greg Christine, first down Huskies. First and goal, Washington from the Beaver three-yard line. Locker will go shotgun from the near hash on the left. Two wides out to the right. Low snap handoff to Polk. And Chris, I don't think he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage. Might have lost a yard back to the four-yard line. The low snap from the new center, Greg Christine. But it'll be the final play of the quarter. First quarter concludes with Washington knocking at the Beaver Dam. Huskies with a 7-0 lead after one and hoping for more as we enter period number two. You're listening to Husky Classics in 60 on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. 
the stakes are high and it's your money on the line, you can count on Banner Bank. Banner Bankers listen and care about every detail, always one step ahead of whatever you need. From easy online banking to the perfect home loan with financial tools and advice that help you get ahead. So start banking with Banner Bank and get the superpower service you deserve. Built for action. Built for banking. Banner Bank. Banner Bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Relive 100 years of Husky football with the University Bookstore, the only retailer founded by Huskies for Huskies. University Bookstore carries the best selection of Husky gear, including retro and throwback styles. Keep your Saturday game day tradition alive with classic Rose Bowl tees, the essential Don James replica hat, and everything else you need to spark that Husky spirit. And don't forget, Pack Rewards members save 10% on Husky gear every day. Shop online at ubookstore.com. This is Washington Football on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. It's back, the return of the prestigious Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, honoring college sports excellence across all competitive divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow along with L Directors' Cup on Twitter or online to see which schools will be taking home a first-place trophy in June for their season-long success. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, a premier institutional award jointly launched in 1993 by USA Today and NACTA. Live every Wednesday night from 6 to 7 p.m., it's the Jimmy Lake Show. We're going to play fast. We're going to play physical. There's no team that we shouldn't be motivated to go beat. We know they're big-time athletes that we've recruited here. Defense is all about keeping points off the board, and whoever plays the best is going to have the opportunity to go play for the Pac-12 Championship. The Jimmy Lake Show, live from Husky Stadium, every Wednesday from 6 to 7 p.m., only on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. off in the darkened distance second down and goal at the four yard line they'll come out in a shotgun set showing receiver strength to the far side on the left and now Holt motioning through the formation that way Locker though bootlegging right going for the end zone touchdown ball is caught in the back of the end zone by the Andre Goodwin Locker's second strike of the night and that is a clever play showing all the strength to the left Motioning Locker out right, connecting with Goodwin on a crossing route from the left side of the back of the end zone. No question, a play action fake. He wanted Polk in the flat. The Beavers took it away. Sylvester was the second option, wasn't there. Goodwin, the third option, coming across the field with Jake's athletic ability, buys enough time to find him in the back of the end zone. Here's Eric Polk for the point after touchdown. Hasn't missed yet this season and keeps the string alive as Washington on the first scrimmage play of the second quarter put seven more on the board what a night so far for the dogs on the offensive side they lead it 14 to nothing just seven seconds into the second quarter well, the Beavers stunned a little bit by two Husky scores start this drive at their own 40 yard line first down and 10 trailing 14 to nothing backs offset 
with Katz under center. Double tight end set. Dropping to pass. Little flip pass into the right flat. Here's Quiz Rogers. Cut back at the 40. Out to the 45. Spun and fumbled the football going down. They're going to say he was down before that ball came loose. That might have been a shoe, not the football. Put Quiz down at the 46-yard line. Pickup of six. Big play right here. Third down and six for the Beavers at the Husky 40-yard line. Shotgun set. Slot receiver to the near side here on the left. And Bishop, the slot man, motioning out to the right, showing strength over there. Here's Katz. Throws over the middle. Nobody home as Bishop tried to curl back inside. Bumped with Nate Williams. No interference called. And that play goes badly awry for Oregon State. And the Beavers will put the punt team onto the field. This Husky defense raising it up here tonight. No question. Great route recognition right there by Nate Williams. The Beavers wanted the F post. He read it. He saw it. He stepped in front of it and broke it up. Second punt of the night for Buffalo, Washington native Johnny Hecker. Look to pin the Huskies deep. Fourth and six from the Washington 40-yard line. Here's his kick. Goes with the end over end boot. High kick. Brown's going to let it bounce, and it takes a beaver bounce at the five. Back a little bit. Going to be down inside the ten. Hecker doing his job to perfection. Put it down at the Washington nine-yard line. A putt of 31, but the Huskies looking at the long field. There we go from the nine-yard line. Near hash on the right. Locker under center is Bicky. The tight end switches sides from right out to the far side on the left, leaving Polk the single setback. Now motion back toward the formation. They're going to run Polk up the middle with a crease and cracks out across the 15 to the 16-yard line. That's 10 carries already for Chris Polk tonight. Boy. He's going to get it. Power, ISO, downhill runs. Getting after this Oregon State defense that ranks 88th in the nation, giving up 176 yards a game. So big play right here. Third and three Huskies in their own 16-yard line, leading 14 to nothing. Locker with a quick count going under center. Fakes the toss right, running. Out of bounds he comes with what we thought was going to be a first down but a penalty marker thrown back in the backfield and number 78 Brennan Olander saying he was held but uh, I don't think that's the case. We shall see. Officials conferring the initial signal he might have was defensive holding on the play. Holy on the defense. Okay. I think what happened here, Bob, is uh, DeAndre Goodwin was trying to get out of the backfield into the flat on the route, and uh, defensive tackle, I believe that was Gabe Miller, almost tackled him down to the ground. Locker saw it, tucked it away, got a nice first down out of it. Indeed, and the penalty takes him out to their 32-yard line, so some room to, to move here for Washington after this drive that started at the 9. Locker from the gun. Fakes the inside handoff, rolling to his left. Guns it on the run. Ball is caught. Good one in Beaver territory. Run out of bounds at the far sideline at the OSU 45-yard line. 23-yard gain. Perfectly thrown ball and a nice catch from Goodwin. Outstanding job. Play action fake. Get Jake on the run. Get him on the corner. Get Goodwin on the corner route. You got a hitch route up there holding number 17, Brandon Harden. Jake lays it to the boundary. Big first down. Can't throw it any better than that, Damon, for sure. No first and 10 at the 45. Dogs looking to build on a 14-0 lead in Oregon State Territory. Locker from the gun. Takes the snap, fakes the end around. Looking to throw. Going long over the middle for Curse.
Sark got what he wanted. He got man coverage after the big first down. You drop the double post. Jake Locker, great, does his Peyton Manning, great play action fake, and then just lays it out there for Jermaine Kirst to run under. Big touchdown, big lead for the Dodge here in the first half. 45-yard touchdown pass, third of the night for Locker, second of the night for Kirst. The point after touchdown is good from Eric Folk. What a half on homecoming night here in Seattle. Washington exploding to a 21 to nothing lead on Oregon State. 10.06 yet to play in the second. We're back after this. You're listening to Husky Classics in 60 on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Today's the day to save big on the last of the new 2020 Toyotas. Now through November 2nd, get $1,250 customer cash on a powerful RAV4 hybrid or $1,750 on remaining gas-powered RAV4s. Or you can take advantage of a great lease deal on RAV4. A dealer dock fee up to $150 may be added. For complete details on all Toyota offers, see your local Toyota dealer or go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. When the stakes are high and it's your money on the line, you can count on Banner Bank. Banner Bankers listen and care about every detail, always one step ahead of whatever you need. From easy online banking to the perfect home loan with financial tools and advice that help you get ahead. So start banking with Banner Bank and get the superpower service you deserve. Built for action. Built for banking. Banner Bank. Banner Bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. This is Washington Football on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. The passion. 25, first down, 20. 15, 10, 5, 3, 2, 1. The fury. Getting blitzed. Down he goes. The speed. Doubled into the end. Oh, my. The College Football. Toward the end zone. Got it for six points. You can unhitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the barn. Over the shoulder. Get 30, 20. This is the College Football Blitz. Listen on Saturdays this fall on College Sports Now on TuneIn. Hey, dog fans, Tony Castricone here. Two downloads you must have on your phone or tablet are the Huskies Game Day app and the Go Huskies podcast. The Huskies Game Day app, presented by Wafed Bank, brings you all your favorite content from GoHuskies.com in an easy, mobile-friendly layout. Plus, you can listen live to games and coaches' shows with the touch of a button. Just go to the App Store and search Huskies Game Day. And the Go Huskies podcast has all our radio shows on demand, plus other podcast-exclusive content on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher. Download today and go dogs. About a 91-yard six-play Washington scoring drive. Locker 45 yards to Jermaine Curse, who now has 95 receiving yards in this game. And Mr. Locker, 10 of 14 for a buck 75 and three Washington touchdowns. It is 21 to nothing Huskies. It's second and 10 for the Beavers at their 49-yard line. 
Six across the line of scrimmage for Washington as Katz drops to throw. Goes to the far sideline. This ball is caught. And a nice move at the boundary line. A first down for receiver Aaron Nichols. Got around Trufant. Did push him out, but not before he got to the 39-yard line to move the chains again. A gain of 12. First down and 10 beaves at the Husky 24-yard line. Washington leads it 21 to nothing. Cats under center. Come with a running play. Straight ahead. Rodgers got away from Elisara. Inside the 15 he goes and taken down at the Washington 11-yard line. Back-to-back -back gains of 15 and 13 for Quiz Rodgers. Second down and four. Oregon State at the Husky 5-yard line to go shotgun here. Three wides out to the far side on the right. Katz takes the snap. Four-man rush. They get upfield. He's running out with room to his right at the 10. At the 5. Got a block at the corner into the end zone. Touchdown, Oregon State. Halahuni with a nice block out on the edge to help clear the way for Katz and a rushing touchdown. His second of the season. And Oregon State is on the board with 6-11 to go in this second quarter. So third and 18 from the Husky 26. Locker from the shotgun ready to go. Stepping up into the pocket. Throws to the far sideline. I think this ball got picked off. It did. Oregon State with the interception and down at the 35-yard line. And that is the cornerback, Jordan Poyer, the sophomore from Astoria, Oregon, coming up with the pick. Oregon State right back in business at the Husky 35. There's no gain on first and goal. Now second and goal at the six. Cats under center. Hands it off. Rogers again. Bounces it out left, and he will score easily. Touchdown, Oregon State. And the Beaver faithful. Pretty good number of them in the horseshoe here. Cheer their applause for the touchdown from Quiz Rogers. His eighth rushing touchdown and ninth overall of the season. Little bounce play that time. Started in the middle, broke it out off left tackle and scored easily. The Huskies overrunning it, and that time Iowa losing contain. There is Justin Kahoot for the point after two quick Oregon State touchdowns. The Beavers right back in this one. Good ball game here tonight in the 95th meeting between Washington and Oregon State at halftime. Huskies lead the Beavers 21 to 14. Derek Folk will kick off for Washington. The Huskies leading it 21 to 14. Deep kick here carries to Poyer at the goal line. Far side left, 10, 15. Broke through at the 20, hit short of the 25. Nate Williams pins him to the deck with his second tackle on special team play tonight. And Oregon State will begin first down from its own 24-yard line after a 24-yard kickoff return. First and 10 Beavers from their own 24. Come out in a two-back set at the far hash on the left. And Katz going to throw it on first down. Comes near side. Man wide open. Nichols at the 40. Upfield he goes. 45 crosses midfield and is down to the Washington 48-yard line. Linebacker Court Dennison having to peel back, but that's a 28-yard gain. And Damon, he was wide open. He was. They were at two receivers out there. The inside receiver runs the deep post. The outside receiver on the 15-yard curl. Catch sold that play with the play-action pass. Sucked in the linebackers. Dropped that ball over the linebacker's head for a big first down. Completion. Rodgers lined up kind of as a wing in this set. 
Spread the field with four wide. Three of them here to the near side on the right. Third and four at the 30. Cats to pass. Pressured. Lobs it up down the far sideline. This ball is caught. Rodgers out of bounds. Inside the 10 at the nine-yard line. Fade route. We mentioned he was lined up as kind of a wing back. Mason Foster on the tackle. They threw it over the top of Fellner. Trying to cover the little guy out of the backfield. A gain of 20. First and goal. Oregon State at the Husky 9. This drive. Six plays and 72 yards. Second and goal at the Husky for Oregon State. Backs offset behind Katz. Rogers the deep back. Handoff goes to him. Straight ahead with a crease in an Oregon State touchdown. Beautifully blocked in front. Second score of the night for Quiz Rogers. Third consecutive score for Oregon State. They are one point away from a tie ball game. 9.07 to go in the third as they ready on fourth down and one. Sylvester, the fullback, Polk is the tailback. Muscle play here. Will they do something fancy? Fourth and one. The handoff goes to Polk, and he is hit in the backfield and dropped. Oregon State's Brennan Olander blowing up Christine and company to get penetration on fourth and one. A loss of about three on the play, and Oregon State will take it over on downs. And Washington's offensive struggles continue here as this game progresses. Beavers from their own 49, second and nine. Out of an eye set at the near hash on the right. They go left to right. Cats. Play fake. Wants to throw. Going long down the far side. Thrown into double coverage. This ball is up for grabs. And this ball is intercepted. Nathan Fellner with the interception at the Husky nine-yard line. The overthrow. Fellner with a nice job to just catch the football. The Huskies get it turned right back over. Seven minutes to go. Third quarter. Locker under center from his own 14-yard line. Make that the 16-yard line. Get a throw for it. Comes near side. Good one. Hangs on. Did he have first down yardage? We shall see. He was hit immediately. And this is going to be very close. They're spotting him at the 18-yard line. We may need a measurement on this one. But a good job to hold on. Hit immediately by the cornerback, Dockery. Well, this is the Huskies have had the most success tonight. Getting that ball out in the flat in a hurry. Tonight, uh, the Beavers uh, read it there, and I think the Huskies have come up a little bit short. No measurement required. He needed to get to the yard line at the 18 and did not, and the Dogs are going to have to punt the football. Facing now third down and six at their 44. The fans sensing the magnitude of this play with 4.50 to go in this third quarter, tied at 21 each. Show motion on the right. Cats to throw over the middle. He goes to the motion man. Nickel with the completion and taken down at the Husky 45-yard line by Trufant. But the Beavers move the chains. A gain of 11 on third down and four. Ouch. Now here's another big third down. Third and eight Beavers inside four minutes to go in this third quarter. Working from the Husky 431-yard line from the near hash mark on the right. Cats. Going shotgun. Rogers in the backfield with him on third and eight from the 31. Bit of a high snap. Drops to throw. Comes to the sideline. Timing route caught for an Oregon State first down. Trufant with the coverage. The catch from Marcus Wheaton. Quick out route. He's out of bounds. At about the 22-yard line. 
Handoff on the delay. Rodgers looking to pop outside. Does 25-20. Cutting back at the 15-yard line. Still on his feet inside the 10. And finally knocked down near the 5-yard line. Talk about setting up your blocks. What a run from Jaquiz Rodgers for 22 yards. First and goal, Oregon State. Dennison and Williams finally knock him down. Two backs as well on second and goal at the 6. And Katz has him ready. Play fake. Looking for the end zone, rolling right, chased, pressured, and going to go down at the 14-yard line. Cameron Elisara spinning him down after Jamora made first contact. Big play from the Husky defense, seven-yard loss, their first sack of the night. Third and goal from the 13-yard line. Three wides to the wide side, the far side left. Rodgers, watch out for him on the He's on the wheel route. Third and goal from the 13. Cats to pass. Has time. Scrambling at the 15. Throwing for the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Parker, the freshman safety with the pick in the back of the end zone. Cats asking himself, why on earth did I throw that ball? And the Beavers are turned away. Great chess match going here. I think Coach Riley thought Nick was going to bring pressure there on the big third and long. Wanted to get the ball out in a hurry. The Beavers wanted the wheel route with Quiz out of the backfield. Not there. The Huskies drop back in the zone. And Katz forces one. Big interception for the Huskies. Touchback on the interception. Locker out of the shotgun. Four-man rush coming at him. Throws underneath. Jordan Polk with the catch. Turns it upfield and dives out to about the 24-yard line for a gain of nine. First catch tonight for the only... Oregonian in the Huskies lineup this evening. Jordan Polk out of Portland with the catch. That is the final play of the third quarter. It comes to a close. Oregon State, the only score in the period, will go to the fourth, tied at 21 in Seattle. You're listening to Husky Classics in 60 on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Bow down and drink up at Red Hook Brew Lab, located in the heart of Seattle's Capitol Hill neighborhood and less than five miles away from campus. Proudly partnered with Washington Husky Athletics, Red Hook offers a variety of small batch beers brewed on site, delicious wood-fired pizzas, small bites, craft cocktails, and more. With hygienic practices in place and social distancing in effect, Red Hook Brew Lab is your go-to destination to enjoy great beer and delicious food leading up to and during the upcoming football and basketball seasons. Go dogs! As a not-for-profit credit union, BECU is all for Huskies. That's why when you shop with the BECU UW Visa, your purchases go from this to this. And with fewer fees and lower rates, you always have a home advantage. To apply for the official card of UW, go to becu.org slash UW. Apply today. This is Washington Football on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. It's back, the return of the prestigious Learfield IMG College Director's Cup, honoring college sports excellence across all competitive divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow along with L Director's Cup on Twitter or online to see which schools will be taking home a first-place trophy in June for their season-long success. Learfield IMG College Director's Cup, a premier institutional award jointly launched in 1993 by USA Today and NACTA. 
Only one app is the official mobile app of the Washington Huskies. The Huskies Game Day app, presented by Wafed Bank. All your favorite news and stories from GoHuskies.com, schedules for all 22 varsity sports, live and on-demand audio broadcasts, and more. Customize your news feed to your favorite Husky teams and listen live to radio broadcasts of football games, men's and women's basketball games, and coaches' shows in the palm of your hand. Just go to the App Store and search Huskies Game Day. That's Huskies Game Day to download the Huskies Game Day app, presented by Wafed Bank. Go Dogs! Tied at 21, and as we start the fourth quarter, the Huskies facing an important third down and six from their own 24-yard line. Locker brings them up, moving left to right toward the open end of the stadium. Fire hash on the left, out of the gun. Third down and six at the Washington 24. Jake to pass. Pressure up the middle, trying to set up a little middle screen, and that had no chance. Polk couldn't get out of the scrum, and the Huskies... We'll have to punt the football. An empty backfield for the Beavers on third down and 17 from their own 31-yard line. Huskies look to be bringing four, and they do. Cats to pass, pressured, scrambling out, and he's going to be dropped as he crosses the 31-yard line. Gained one on the play. Beautifully covered downfield by the Huskies. Secondary tackle made from Everett Thompson, the junior defensive tackle from Kennedy High School. And now Oregon State will punt the football. First and 10 from the 41-yard line. Handoff goes to Polk. Coming right to midfield. To the Beaver, 45, spun down near the Oregon State 40 put him at the 41 yard line 18 yard gain for Chris Polk that's just the zone read right there Jake sticks the ball in the belly the defensive end is not there gives it to Polk does his thing he just gets better as the game goes on Bob Chris Polk 79 yards now on 20 carries for the Huskies first and 10 at the Beaver 41 looking to go back in front here Two wides out to the far side, the wide side left. Goodwin, a slot inside of Curse. Motion that way from Callier. Locker fakes inside, now throws the out route and a diving grab near the 25-yard line. Pretty catch out there by Goodwin down on the dive at the 26 of Oregon State. DeAndre Goodwin laying out for 15 yards. And here's Eric Folk for a straightaway 45-yard field goal attempt to take the lead. All set, ball down. Kick is away, has the distance, and it is no good. Missed it wide left. And after making 10 in a row, Eric Folk missed one last week, misses another here this week. The Huskies come away empty. We stay tied at 21. 8.49 to go in the fourth. Third and eight. Here's Katz to pass. Stepping up into the pocket now, scrambling out to his right at the 30. Foster giving chase, reaches out and grabs him and takes him out of bounds at the 35-yard line. Mason Foster wasn't going to let him go. It'll be fourth down Oregon State. That is an unbelievable play by an All-American candidate right there. We know how hard and how strong hands he has by all these fumbles he forced right there in the open field. One-handed tackle of Katz. Very, very impressive. Here we go. Locker and company ready. Locker at the near hash on the right. Bunch receivers, three of them tight to the formation here on the short side. Jake to pass. Pressured. Hit. Fumbled. Oregon State on the loose ball at the Beaver 47 or 8 yard line. Second loss fumble tonight for Locker. 
Kevin Fromm, the defensive tackle. With the recovery for Oregon State. And there, a revolting development to be sure. Locker had no chance. Oregon State got a touchdown on its opening drive of the third quarter. That has been the only scoring in this entire second half. The Huskies had 21 on the board with 10 minutes to go in the second quarter. Haven't scored since. And the clock will one dry on regulation. We are going to overtime at Husky Stadium. You're listening to Husky Classics in 60 on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Today's the day to save big on remaining new 2020 Toyotas. Now through November 2nd, get $1,500 customer cash on the new distinctively styled 2020 Highlander and $1,750 on the best-in-class Highlander Hybrid. Or you can get a great lease deal on Highlander. A dealer dock fee up to $150 may be added. For complete details on all Toyota offers, see your local Toyota dealer or go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. When the stakes are high and it's your money on the line, you can count on Banner Bank. Banner Bankers listen and care about every detail, always one step ahead of whatever you need. From easy online banking to the perfect home loan with financial tools and advice that help you get ahead. So start banking with Banner Bank and get the superpower service you deserve. Built for action. Built for banking. Banner Bank. Banner Bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. This is Washington Football on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, dog fans, Tony Castricone here. Two downloads you must have on your phone or tablet are the Huskies Game Day app and the Go Huskies podcast. The Huskies Game Day app, presented by Wafed Bank, brings you all your favorite content from GoHuskies.com in an easy, mobile-friendly layout. Plus, you can listen live to games and coaches' shows with the touch of a button. Just go to the App Store and search Huskies Game Day. And the Go Huskies podcast has all our radio shows on demand, plus other podcast-exclusive content on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher. Download today and go dogs. Husky fans, Damon Hewitt here, and it's time to act on our passion for the purple and gold. This pandemic threatens Washington's ability to support 650 student-athletes in every sport. We need you to secure the future of the sports we love. The strength of the dog is in the pack, and today you're as important to the Husky pack as any player or coach. So please donate $10, $20, whatever you can at huskiesallin.org. That's huskiesallin.org. is immaterial each team has one timeout for the overtime and we will go until we have a winner here tonight as we end regulation tied at 21 Huskies win the toss want to play defense first Oregon State choosing the 25 yard line closest to its fans here in the horseshoe they'll go toward the closed end of the stadium Working from the near hash on the left. First down and 10 in overtime. Here we go. Katz comes out with a running play. Quiz Rogers with a hole up the middle. Dennison closes it down, but a gain of about five to the 25-yard line for Jack Quiz Rogers, who has 127 yards on the night 
third time he's played against Washington had 94 yards here in 2008 as a freshman a buck 59 as a sophomore in Corvallis last year another 100 yard rushing night here tonight for the Beaver Junior he's so good here tonight inside the red zone between the tackles look for the Beavers to feed quiz the rock second and five at the 20 yard line of Washington quiz with the handoff dancing outside looking to turn the corner does runs into Trufant gets through him tackled near the 10 yard line first down Oregon State it is third and nine Beavers with the first possession in overtime the line of scrimmage the Husky 10 this will be an interesting call four plays in a row give the ball to your playmaker what will they do here on a big third down Three wides to the near side left. Cats out of the gun. Looking for Rodgers on the fade. Got him. Touchdown, Oregon State. Foster couldn't get there in time. Quiz Rodgers took the line drive toss. Turned. Spun with Foster into the right corner of the end zone. Well, the Beavers have run this play three times tonight. It's just the simple wheel route with Quiz out of the backfield. The outside receiver comes down, a little natural pick on Mason Foster. Can't quite get out there fast enough. Katz puts it on the money. Touchdown, Beavers. They only run so many plays in the red zone, practice so many plays in the red zone. It seems like the Beavers have been down here seven, eight, nine times tonight. Kahoot with the field goal. It is good. The field goal, the point after touchdown, a wish field goal. Point after is good, and Oregon State has scored a touchdown on its first possession in overtime. Five play, 25 yard drive, a nine yard touchdown pass from Katz to Quiz Rogers. First Oregon State lead in this game. Remember, they trailed 21 to nothing early in the second quarter. These guys don't panic. They believe in their their system, their schemes. A lot of veteran players on this Oregon State team, and they always find a way to battle back. Only a touchdown keeps the Huskies alive. Here's Locker on second and six at the 21-yard line under center. Fly sweep to Jordan Polk. Cutting back at the 20 and knocked down at the 17-yard line. When contact is made, he usually goes down. White Roberson, the weak side linebacker, knocking down the Portland Oregonian Jordan Polk weighs in at about 160 pounds and now it is third and two Washington at the Beavers 17 yard line Jake with a short drop on third and two over the middle he goes for Chris touchdown what a play from a senior quarterback, Locker hit when he threw it. Put it on the money on the slant to curse. Jermaine's third touchdown catch of the night. And the Huskies will try to tie it here in overtime. What a play. Unbelievable play by Jake. Maybe his best throw of the night. Stephen Paya right there barreling down his face. And the extra point is good. And we will go to a second overtime. Each team with a touchdown in the first. Yikes. At the Oregon State 20, Locker ready out of an eye set. Comes with a running play to Polk. Off the left side, hit, spins clear. 
and dives inside the 15 to the 14 yard line. He does that ever so well. First down, Washington. Chris Polk, yards after contact. And he is over 100 for the night at 105 on 25 carries. Third 100 yard game of the season for Chris. Nice job, big Colin Porter, the freshman from Bothell, Washington, getting his first start there, the pulling guard. He had all Austin Sylvester in front of him, leading him on the power play. Big first down. First and 10. Huskies at the Beaver 19. We're in the second overtime, tied at 28. Here's Locker inside handoff. Callier dives down near the 11 yard line. A freshman tailback on the little delay handoff out of the gun. Pickup of four for the youngster. Callier for the night. We gave you some erroneous numbers earlier on. That's his fifth carry for 20 yards in this game. about three as it turned out second and seven at the 11 yard line trip set out to the left on the far side here's locker ready play fake stepping into the pocket throws over the middle wide open Jordan Polka reach back catch holds on at the two yard line what a catch penalty marker down though it's going to be rubbed out on a holding call on Washington wow this is really really unfortunate Jordan Polk making outstanding catch. Jake just a little antsy in the pocket there. Leaves it behind. Otherwise, it's a touchdown. And I'm not sure who that penalty was on. We've lost our uh, referee mic right there, but uh, it doesn't really matter. It's on the Washington Huskies. And instead of a first and goal at the two, they have second and 17 at the 21-yard line. Seeing a big, big hole there in the middle of that pocket. I go shotgun, bunch receivers, three of them to the near side on the right. Second and 17 from the 21. Beavers coming with a blitz. Here's Locker thrown to the far side for Curse touchdown. Jake Locker on the corner route, reads the blitz off the corner, off the slot, lets that ball go before curse breaks, brings it to the pylon, touchdown Huskies. And now Eric Folk for the point after touchdown as Washington has retaken the lead, ending the Beaver string of 28 unanswered points. Ball is down, this kick away, and it is good. Touchdown pass of the game for Jake Locker. Last time a Husky did that, 1973. Chris Rowland, no Husky quarterback, has ever thrown for six in a game. Four of them have gone to Jermaine Curse. Let's go down to Elise Woodward as the Huskies now will try to play defense and win this game. Well, and guys, homecoming week, of course, so. the 25-yard line. Mike Riley talking with the linesman here on the near side, and the officials say, proceed. Here we go. 
35-28 Washington. We're in the second overtime. Huskies looking for the win. Caps on first down. Nichols in motion. Give it to Rodgers. Runs into Foster. Drags him down. A gain of only two. All six. It's now seven plays, I believe, for the Beavers. Ball's in number one's hands. As you were saying, feed the main man, and that's what they're doing. Nice play there by Mason Foster, the Pac-10's leading tackler. Second and eight, OSU. 23-yard line, ball just inside the near hash on the right. They go left to right out of the gun. Trailing here in the second overtime. Here's Katz to pass. Protection excellent. Now scrambling and dragged down. Hauli Jamara. How do you do? The freshman takes him down at the 30-yard line. Seven-yard loss on the sack. Trufant came on the corner blitz from the boundary. The Beavers had the matchup they wanted there, but Haoli Jamora, the young freshman from Hawaii, making the play of his life. They must score a touchdown. Trailing 35-28, third and 15, OSU at the 30-yard line. Two-back set. Cats amid the den, ready to go under center. And penalty markers are down. There was movement on the left side. Might have been Grant Johnson, the left guard. Michael Phillip, the left tackle. Five-yard loss here. And the noise, definitely a factor. The 12th man definitely coming alive here, Bob. I can remember playing our defense back in the day. This is vintage Husky football, Husky Stadium. This is what it's all about. Third down and 20, Oregon State at the 35-yard line. 35-28, Washington the lead. Ball on the near hash, right side to go shotgun with five wides. And Katz, a deep drop, throws down the seam. This ball is caught inside the 10 and downed at the Husky 7-yard line. Jordan Bishop, fingertip grab in front of Fellner. The Beavers convert on third down and 20. That is a 23-yard gain. Well, this is a great throw with the short arc by Katz. Just high enough to get it over the linebacker. A great, great catch by Bishop. From the 13 on first down and 10, Oregon State running play. Rodgers cut back right. First contact from Foster and then drop short of the 10 at about the 11-yard line. Nate Fellner finishing the job that Mason Foster started. 35-28. Again, the clock matters not here. We're in the second overtime. Oregon State must score a touchdown and a PAT to tie. And after that, gotta you got to go, go for two. two. Second down and 10 from the 12-yard line. Cats under center. Handoff Rodgers. Little hesitation, and he who hesitates is nailed. Iowa pins him down for a loss back to the 14-yard line. And this is clearly Victor's uh, best game of the season. And spot on on tackling. Form tackling right there. Head and eyes up. Drive right through the ball carrier. Finish him to the ground. <laughs> 
What theater this is in Seattle. Third and a dozen Beavers. They'll go shotgun at the 14-yard line near hash right. Three wides to the wide side left. Rodgers, watch for him on third and 12. Here's Katz dropping to pass. Throws for the five-yard line. This ball is caught and downed is Marcus Wheaton on the hit from Trufant. Short of a first down by a yard. Put him down inside the four at about the three-yard line. It's fourth and one from the air. <laughs> why you play college football why you play the game for these moments you've got to make at least a first down if you don't this thing's done fourth and one Beavers just outside the Husky three yard line come out with a two back set double tight ends look for quiz Rogers with the carry no a play fake throwing for the end zone incomplete it is incomplete and John Reese, the intended target, but Washington is called for pass interference. Marcus Trufant in coverage. A little bit of contact, but that is a really tough call. And now it is first and goal Beavers at the two-yard line. Hand off to Rodgers, and he's in. Touchdown, Oregon State. Doggone it. point to force a third overtime and the officials rush onto the field Washington has taken a timeout now Oregon State with a timeout maybe they're thinking about going for two well that would be a pretty gutsy call here Bob 35 34 somehow some way the Beavers keeping this drive alive interesting to see here Mike Riley goes for it, and it looks like he is. They're going to go for two here to try to win the ball game. The Huskies have never won an overtime game in their own stadium. Oregon State trying to snatch one here. They're going for two for the win. From the three-yard line, shotgun set, spread formation, Oregon State. Katz takes the snap, drops to throw for the end zone. He goes. No! This ball is incomplete.
after a questionable interference call kept the drive alive. Mike Riley deciding to roll the dice instead of going for one to tie and force a third overtime. He goes for two to win and comes up empty. And the Huskies win it 35 to 34 in double overtime. One of the more dramatic games you will ever see. The Huskies went on to break their bowl drought with a trip to the Holiday Bowl and a win against number 18 Nebraska, finishing the year at 7-6. Thanks for listening to Husky Classics in 60. I'm Tony Castrico. Husky Football Saturdays is next. As a not-for-profit credit union, BECU is all for Huskies. That's why when you shop with the BECU UW Debit MasterCard, your purchases go from this to this. checking and access to over 30,000 surcharge free ATMs you always have a home advantage to order the official card of UW go to becu.org slash UW order today federally insured by NCUA Bob Kendall president of Star Rentals a big reason our family owned business has been around since 1900 is the principle of empowering our people to do what they think is in the best interest of the customer after all this is a relationship business and that's a constant that hasn't changed over time Star Rentals the preferred supplier to the West's best contractors empowering our employees to bring value to our customers we think that's a relationship that will work for your business find out how at StarRentals.com. This is Washington Football on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. This is the College Football Rewind. Bob Gibbons, the kick is good! And the Longhorns win! This is what big-time college football is all about. Taking you beyond the box scores to relive the emotions from the Saturday that was in college football. The College Football Rewind. Download on Sunday mornings on Apple Podcasts. Search College Sports Now. Live every Wednesday night from 6 to 7 p.m., it's the Jimmy Lake Show. We're going to play fast. We're going to play physical. There's no team that we shouldn't be motivated to go beat. We know they're big-time athletes that we've recruited in here. Defense is all about keeping points off the board, and whoever plays the best is going to have the opportunity to go play for the Pac-12 Championship. The Jimmy Lake Show, live from Husky Stadium, every Wednesday from 6 to 7 p.m., only on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. This is Husky Football Saturday. We are blowing up every single play they got written up. Let's get it. On the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Two arms up. Touchdown, Washington. Husky Football Saturday is brought to you by Wafed Bank, a neighbor you can count on. UW Medicine, a higher degree of health care. Now, let's head live to Husky Stadium. Along with Damon Heward, here's the voice of the Huskies, Tony Castricone. We are live at Husky Stadium for this Husky Football Saturday. And man, justice was served at Husky Stadium <laughs> 10 years ago this week. It was so fun to listen to that Husky Classic in 60. Bob Rondo and my main man, Damon Heward, on the call of Washington 35, Oregon State 34 in double overtime. And oh, what an absolute thriller of a game. 
And what a great call by the two of you. And uh, hearing Rodgers get into the end zone there to make it a one-point game in double overtime, you hear the slap of the glass, you hear the doggone it. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, Bob would get fired up now. <laughs> and and it, I don't know if I quite got this right, but we had a, a tough stretch versus the Beavers. Mike mm. Riley had had, a, had some success, and, uh, you know, the dogs jumped out to that big lead there, and, and then the Beavers come back, and then you think you win the game, and a flag comes out late. And then to stop them there on that two-point try, that uh, that was a fun memory here in Husky Stadium. Hard to believe that was already seven years ago today. At ten. Ten, ten years ago, yeah. Oh, God, now you're really making me feel a little different. <laughs> but what I will say is, you know, like you said, Oregon State was – they were a ranked program at the time. That was the number 24 team in the country, and yep. that was a tough schedule in 2010. Yep. You know, eking out that 6-6, six and six, it was a big deal to become bowl eligible for the first time in eight years, but you did it against a ton of ranked teams, including a, a win over ranked Oregon State here at Husky Stadium. Yeah, I think that team, if I have it right, was 3-6. and six. Had to win their final three to That's get right. bowl eligible. And that was the year, I believe, Nebraska absolutely destroyed us week two, and then we beat them down in the Holiday Bowl. Yep. Uh, a magical send-off for Jake locker and crew but uh yeah that was a that was a tough stretch a tough start to the season and and what a strong finish and uh really helped propel those uh final years with sark well damon this is a personal note i don't know if you feel the same way but but maybe back in in week one when we were doing this show and i was hearing these old games these classic games they kind of made me a little bit sad. I, I was kind of missing the fact that we weren't actually getting, you know, Husky football right. fix right now. Yeah. Now when I listen to them, they get me jacked up because we've got practice <laughs> getting ready to start below us. Yep. We're three weeks away from our first game of the 2020 season on the road against California. And now with camp going on and, and the pads are on, you can really start to sense the, yeah. the, it's football season here on Montlake. Like, you can really feel it around here, and it's a, it's a little bit different. No, it is, for sure. You're right. There, it was, there, there was hope, but it seems so far away, this game against Cal, when we got that schedule. But, uh, yeah, sometimes the days are, are long, but the, the weeks go by fast. And uh, I tell you, this, this game can't get here soon enough. I know these kids are, are ready to roll, uh, the coaches. And um, it's it's going to be interesting, if we, as we've seen across the country with college football so far this season. Monster upsets. Who knows who's going to be good, who isn't. It's just a whole entire uh, different season format and, and adjusting with the times. We'll see what uh, which schools and universities can do it best. Yeah, the defending national champs, LSU, have had all oh. kinds of problems, including a loss to Mike Leach and Mississippi State, which that was the only day that they showed up because they've struggled ever since then. Right. And then uh, you look at Alabama, one of the top teams in the country. I mean, they've got college game day. They've got Georgia, but they don't have a head coach. Nick Saban's <laughs> down on the sidelines with COVID. And they don't have much of a defense this yeah. year, as we saw a week ago versus Ole Miss, you know. And then you throw in Oklahoma and Texas losing games. You know? I mean, it's it's an interesting season. And, uh, you know, who comes up with the magic formula, how to win during this time, uh, you know, where you don't know if you're going to have a game this week. Is someone going to test positive for COVID? I better have depth if this guy can't play. I mean, there are so many different facets to this whole season for for staffs and teams to deal with and and those who figure it out along the way are the teams that are going to be in the CFP. And you really got to like the Huskies' chances of figuring it out because they're, they're in the hands of a great first-time head coach in Jimmy Lake, who just, when I, I talked to him on his radio show, seems matured way beyond being a first-year head coach. The amount of experience that he brings in here, not only having learned under Coach Pete for all those years, but also bringing in the NFL experience. And sure. really kind of 
giving a, an NFL feel to this program and the way that it operates every single day, I don't feel when talking to him or when looking at this season, uh, I don't feel like it's a first-time head coach. I, right. I, I know it is, and I know there are going to be some, some, some growing pains and, and learning situations along the way. But it does feel kind of like a hybrid situation where Jimmy Lake comes in here with a ton of experience and fully prepared for the job. Yeah, and, you know, I think uh, this is a unique place, a unique university tucked up here in the northwest part of the country with a lot of history, a lot of tradition. But the fact that he's been here, mm -hmm. you know, for seven years and he, he's got a feel for uh, the administration, the alumni, you know, all those little things he kind of, you know, he, he's, he's dealt with and built these awesome relationships. And so now, yes, the focus is football. Where if you're a brand Brand new head coach coming in here from across the country. I mean, it's not just football. It's so many other things. So Jimmy has done a great job just building awesome relationships, and and uh, he is. He, he's deserved this opportunity. He's been our best recruiter on our staff. He's been the best position coach, sending players after player, defensive back to the NFL, and his time is now. Yeah, it's going to be really fun to see how this team responds on the road in Berkeley against California, one of the teams that's expected to be – a contender for the North Division Championship. And the uh, Huskies will get their game against Cal out of the way right off the gate. It'll be three weeks from today right here on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. All right, coming up later on the show, we've got running backs coach Keith Bonifa in the next segment. Uh, Damon, you and I had a chance to talk to him yesterday. And gosh, this running backs room, it does lose Savan Ahmed, but it brings everybody else back. It adds a couple talented freshmen and, and really – I think this should be one of the real strengths of this Washington offense this year. They are loaded yeah. at running back. There, there's no doubt about it. Um, and, and no one does a better job than KB of, uh, you know, riding that hot hand. I mean, there were times when Miles Gaskin maybe wasn't having the greatest day and LeVon Coleman's in there in the fourth quarter toting the rock. And that that's an interesting dynamic. And we asked him that in the interview, just like, how do you keep those guys happy? Because they all want 30 carries again right. right i mean yeah. you know but but god boy he juggles that better than anybody uh those kids are all hungry he's a great recruiter too man he knows how to find these guys and these kids and you know he has two running backs right now playing for the miami dolphins that you know were on this roster in the last couple years so kb one of the best coaches on this staff and it's a, it's a fun interview can't wait for y'all to listen to it yeah no question also excited uh, to play his comments about cam davis one of the guys that yep. might not be at the top of the depth chart right now but he's certainly going to be competing for that spot so uh, he has a lot of good things to say about cam davis as well also coming up later in the show top of the hour at 10 o'clock we'll talk to husky historian dave terrell on his weekly check-in uh celebrating the the center mark here at Husky Stadium. We're going to talk about the 1950s. We're going a decade at a time, and the 50s was a, a, a critical swing point here for Husky football. Dave Terrell will tell us all about that at 10 o'clock. Then at 10.15, Akaiko Malloy joins us to talk defensive line, and yeah, that was a tough loss. Levi Onzerike going to the NFL. Really happy for Levi, a guy who put in a lot of good work here, had a really great career as a Husky, and we're excited for him and the next step. But what does that do to the rotation? When you're playing two at a time out there, you really kind of expected to see Josiah Bronson and Levi Onzerike next to each other there on the first team. So how does that affect how they want to rotate guys in with their hockey line shifts? I think that's <laughs> going to be interesting to see this year. Yeah, and Akaika is such a great interview. Mm -hmm. I mean, he brings brings the energy, got the energy. Uh, with that too. 
And, uh, yeah, it is. We get to learn all about these young guys uh, in the room. I think there is a lot of depth there, not a lot of experience. But, um, you know, Levi Onzerike moving on, that, no doubt. That, that was a tough pill to swallow, I think, for this Husky football team. But you respect it, you know, because there's so many uncertainties with this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so close to the, to the NFL draft and all that going on. And I think he just felt that uh, moving on, getting his body right, making sure that he was healthy come draft day uh, was the best decision for him in his future. Yeah, no doubt. So uh, we've got all that to look forward to and much more. And then, of course, we've got to talk we got to talk to our quarterback about the quarterbacks a little bit because that's the topic <laughs> of camp. And, you, you know, the, the pursed lips of Jimmy Lake and, a, of course, new offensive coordinator John Donovan, they'll, they'll say, yeah, we've got four guys that are all out there practicing, but they won't say a whole lot beyond <laughs> that. You so. know, that's coach speak, and you can expect that. And you want Justin – uh, down there at Cal to be thinking about, you know, I better mm-hmm. go back and watch this tape of Kevin Thompson at Sac State. Let me go back and watch some Bothell High School tape on on Jacob. You know, it's like, so, yeah, you want to keep the, the the Golden Bears guessing at this stage, and, and why not? Yeah, no doubt about it. And they've got one of the best defenses in the Pac-12. So yeah. uh, anything that you could do to keep them guessing would be good. But we got a lot to get to on Husky Football Saturday. We're looking forward to it. We've got Wolf Golke back in the studio. Terry Ryan's our engineer, along with Damon Heward. I'm Tony Castro. Cone. So happy to be with you live at Husky Stadium. And we will talk to Keith Bonafun next when we continue on Husky Football Saturdays. That's coming up after this word from Home Street Bank. Home Street Bank was born in Seattle, and for nearly 100 years, we've been your neighbor and a passionate supporter of local communities. That's why we continue to sponsor and support Husky Athletics through these challenging times. Home Street Bank remains dedicated to serving current and new customers through personal banking, home loan, and business banking solutions. Whether online or in person, we're here, and we're looking forward to helping you. Homestreet.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Bow down and drink up at Red Hook Brew Lab, located in the heart of Seattle's Capitol Hill neighborhood and less than five miles away from campus. Proudly partnered with Washington Husky Athletics, Red Hook offers a variety of small batch beers brewed on site, delicious wood-fired pizzas, small bites, craft cocktails, and more. With hygienic practices in place and social distancing in effect, Red Hook Brew Lab is your go-to destination to enjoy great beer and delicious food leading up to and during the upcoming football and basketball seasons. Go dogs! The Lee Johnson Auto Family is a proud sponsor of Husky football. If you haven't heard, the Lee Johnson team now owns Nissan of Kirkland, where we believe the buying experience is a direct reflection of the ownership experience. See the complete Nissan line, including the all-electric Nissan Leaf, the best-selling electric vehicle of all time. Lee Johnson Nissan of Kirkland, just off 405 exit 20 in Totem Lake. Lee Johnson Auto Bob Kendall, president of Star Rentals. A big reason our family-owned business has been around since 1900 is the principle of empowering our people to do what they think is in the best interest of the customer. After all, this is a relationship business, and that's a constant that hasn't changed over time. Star Rentals, the preferred supplier to the West's best contractors. Empowering our employees to bring value to our customers. We think that's a relationship that will work for your business. Find out how at StarRentals.com. 
Relive 100 years of Husky football with the University Bookstore, the only retailer founded by Huskies for Huskies. University Bookstore carries the best selection of Husky gear, including retro and throwback styles. Keep your Saturday game day tradition alive with classic Rose Bowl tees, the essential Don James replica hat, and everything else you need to spark that Husky spirit. And don't forget, Pack Rewards members save 10% on Husky gear every day. Shop online at ubookstore.com. If you're looking for an easier way to manage your finances, whether on the go or on the couch, Wafed Bank's got your back. Their free checking and mobile banking app include photo check deposit, person-to-person text payment, bill pay, and access to 32,000 MoneyPass ATMs, all without having to pay a monthly fee. Visit wafedbank.com to open an account and start saving today. Wafed Bank, member FDIC. Account requires e-statement registration, direct deposit, and $25 to open. Overdraft and return item fees apply. This is Washington Football on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. This is the College Football Rewind. Taking you beyond the box scores to relive the emotions from the Saturday that was in college football. It's the College Football Rewind. Download on Sunday mornings on Apple Podcasts. Search College Sports Now. Only one app is the official mobile app of the Washington Huskies. The Huskies Game Day app, presented by Wafed Bank. All your favorite news and stories from GoHuskies.com, schedules for all 22 varsity sports, live and on-demand audio broadcasts, and more. Customize your news feed to your favorite Husky teams and listen live to radio broadcasts of football games, men's and women's basketball games, and coaches shows in the palm of your hand. Just go to the App Store and search Huskies Game Day. That's Huskies Game Day to download the Huskies Game Day app, presented by Wafed Bank. Go Dogs! Husky Stadium. It's Husky Football Saturday on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tony Castro, and Damon Heward with you. I want to remind you to download the Huskies Game Day app. It's presented by Wafed Bank for audio streaming, all team access, scores, schedules, breaking news, and more. All right, we're about to talk to uh, running backs coach Keith Bonifa, and it, you know he's done such a good job of loading up that room over the last couple of years. Yes, it stinks to lose Savon Ahmed to the NFL, although that's a good problem to have, right? I mean, you know, Tony, I, I bet Savon Ahmed looked in that room <laughs> and said, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna kind of be the upperclassman next year and be the guy, but. Boy, that uh, that Newton kid's pretty good. This Cam Davis guy's good. Kamari's a load. Like, I'm not going to get a lot of carries next year. I might as well go to the NFL. I mean, who's to say that he wasn't thinking that? Because you're right. This room is loaded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and that's not to say he was scared of the competition. Right. But, but it is to say that when you do have – a, a thick rotation of guys that, that come in and out and, and you are able to distribute. Look, like, I, I, would, I would say that when you've got a lot of talent in the room, a fresh running back uh, taking a carry for the first time in the game uh, has every bit of, as much chance, even if he's a third or fourth string guy, than, than, a, than a guy that's operating at 60%. You know, going on yeah. his on his twelfth carry of the game, so sure. it makes sense to rotate a lot of guys. And this is a position where you want to be able to do that. 
It is for sure. But I know as players, you know, they, they want to carry the rock 25, yep. 30 times and get their 150, 200 yards. So uh, great job by KB just creating this culture of unselfishness, right? And, and being about the team, because to your point, a running back is better those first couple carries. He's fresh. He hasn't taken the hits. Now, there are a, a few guys that – Miles Gaskin was an example that just yeah. seemed to get better as the game wore on. But th there's not a lot of those guys. And as hard as a kid like Newton runs, and, and, and you know, you're going to take a punishment. And so having that depth and those fresh guys to come in is huge. And I think that's going to be a big part of the Huskies' success in running the football this year is that depth. All right. So let's uh, catch up with Keith Bonifa, the running backs coach at the University of Washington. Husky football Saturdays continues from Husky Stadium, and uh, Damon Hewitt and I are now joined by the running backs coach for the Dogs, Keith Bonifa, who's been busy not just coaching up uh, all the running backs, but also uh, kid number four has come. Congratulations, Keith. Uh, I know it's an exciting Thanks. time for your family. Yeah, no, nah, it's been good. It's been busy, but doing good, and especially, you know, during this time, I really feel, you know, bad for my wife. She's at home with a house full of people, so, <laughs> you know, that's where we're at. <laughs> Well, you've got a house full of running backs right now, and and um, you know, obviously happy for Savon uh, to see him go on to the NFL, and and cool that he was able to to be called up on the on the big roster with Miles, which is pretty cool for the Dolphins. But uh, it leaves behind a situation now where you've got a little less experience in your running back room coming into 2020. Uh, you know, uh, tell tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it's always good to have veteran guys. I think the the thing about this new group, um, we have a great sense of freshness, you know, with Kamari Pleasant, with uh, Sean McGrew, with Richard Newton, you know, getting a chance to do some things. Uh, Cam Davis, um, you know, we got some younger guys that are in the fold as well. But the thing that you are always realizing in college football, at some point, you're going to get a new guy through, like me and at some point, people would love to have Bishop Sankey back. You'd love to have Chris Polk back. And at this point, you know, hey, it'd be great to have Miles again, you know, but it is what it is, you know. And the good thing is we are doing a great job of building a culture of tough, physical running backs that can go out on Saturdays and get the job done. And it's exciting to see a new crop of those guys kind of start to sprout up and see what happens. KB, I think every time I interview, I ask you this question because I do marvel at how you balance playing time in that room. And, and again, maybe there's not quite all the experience, uh, you know, that a Savon Ahmed might, but all these guys have carried the rock and done a nice job. How do you keep all these guys happy? How do you balance that rotation? And again, you've been unbelievable at it over the years, but again, it's going to be a challenge again, I think, in 2020. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, you got guys that are talented and, you know, I think you see flashes of guys like Sean McGrew when he gets tired, you know, he's had some big catches. He had a big third down catch against Oregon and he's done some things in game. Same thing with Kamari. And then obviously with Rich coming back, getting a chance to come out after red shirt in the year before and doing what he's done. And then, you know, Cam Davis got four carries, but he's like three carries 15 yards and a touchdown if it wasn't called back. So it's like, uh, you know, it's yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot of fun, um, you know, watching these guys. And I think when you talk about how you um, juggle all these guys, it comes back to communication. It comes back to, you know, every letting everybody feel like they find a role um, that they play in the offense and understanding exactly where they stand um, when it comes to the whole scheme of the program. And I think so many times guys are left in the dark of exactly where they where they stand with their playing time. But 
this this thing is a competitive sport and may the best man win. And we are always trying to put the best players out there to help this program be successful on Saturdays. And I feel blessed to have a group that has bought into that and really low ego and high output when they do get their opportunities. We're talking to Keith Bonafo, the running backs coach for the Huskies. And uh, let's let's start with your most veteran player being Sean McGrew, a guy that's been around the program for a while. And, um, man, you know, pack some punch for only being 5'7". I mean, there were some times last year, 110 yards on the ground at BYU against a good defense there. And you really see what he's capable of. Uh, maybe not a guy that is going to carry the ball 30 times a game, but a guy that is going to really be a home run threat when he does touch the football. Yeah, Sean, um, you know, it's it's been fun. Uh, you know, this is, you know, everybody says, why do you coach? How do you, you know, what what makes you want to continue to coach? And guys like Sean McGrew are one of those guys that make you uh, continue to coach and make you be proud to say that you are a coach. You know, he came in highly touted, California State Player of the Year, Gatorade Player of the Year, and all that kind of stuff. But he came into a good room with LeVon Coleman, with Miles Gaskin. You know, then we got Savon later down the road. And, you know, I, don't, I hate to say that, you know, it was frustrating for him, but I do think it was a little bit frustrating, you know, with some of the accolades he came in. But I've watched this kid kind of mature and grow year after year. And the more he's matured, the more uh, details he's put into his craft and focusing on, you know, what he needs to do to get on the field, the better he's gotten. And, you know, I think the thing that we are, I'm looking forward to see with, seeing with him is just his consistency over the season. We know he can run the ball. He has good vision. He has great hands out the backfield. So he definitely is a threat, you know, in, in different positions on the football field. And we're looking forward to getting him in some of those spots where he can be successful. KB, new offensive coordinator this offseason, John Donovan. Um, we've kind of heard a little bit, you know, from Jimmy, you know, what we can expect to see with this offense about being tough and physical and, and balanced and running the football, maybe more pro style. Tell us a little bit about what, what Husky fans can expect to see this fall when this new offense rolls out and, um, and, and it's particularly with the running game. Yeah, I think, um, you know, obviously, you know, the thing that, the Husky fans will be excited for this. It's going to be a downhill run game. I think we're going to have uh, a good stable of backs that are physical. I think we're going to see the backs to be able to be showcased in different positions, which we, we've done in the past. So it's not like we're doing anything brand new. But I do think there is going to be an emphasis on understanding the game and how we can control the game with the type of backs that we have in the backfield. Uh, it's definitely exciting for us uh, as an offense on the whole. We got receivers out on the outside making plays. Obviously, tight end you. I will never forget that this place is built on a lot of great tight ends. And obviously, uh, Coach Huff is doing a great job with the big old line in front of us. You know, so I'm really excited to watch how Coach Donovan, you know, is able to orchestrate this thing and put it together. But I think the Husky fans will be excited because the running back stable is coming downhill and they're coming for whoever wants it. Yeah, and one of the guys that did that last year was Richard Newton. As a freshman, was really exciting to see him not be afraid of contact. I don't know if you guys have any nicknames for him. We were thinking of maybe Boom or something like that. I mean, <laughs> dude can dude can uh, really lower the shoulder and, and knock people over. Yeah, no, Rich is definitely an exciting player, and I think, you know, um, really he started – he got in early against Eastern Washington. Obviously, he kind of took over that. And really the game that I feel he solidified, well, I shouldn't say solidified itself, but really was starting to take over, and it's too bad. Um, you know, he had something happen to him was against Stanford because he came in and he really did, you know, change, change the, 
you know, just the energy and the feel of our offense, you know, coming in on a couple of really good runs and getting downhill and just showing a sense of passion and attitude, what a running back needs to look like uh, at the University of Washington. I'm really excited for him. I think the thing that, you know, people have to remember, he was a redshirt freshman last year, you know, and obviously he didn't do much in the offseason because he was coming off of a, a surgery. And then now kind of going into his redshirt sophomore year, he has to continue to take the next step. And, you know, the one thing, you know, I hope you guys and, you know, Dame has been around me a long time. You know, you'll see the progression of these backs as they go through their years, they continue to get better and better. So I, right now, you know, obviously there's a lot of fanfare. You hear Rich Newton, Rich Newton. My thing is Rich Newton needs to keep getting better for him to take the next step to be a big time Washington football player that he can be. Yeah, Rich Newton, one heck of an exciting running back. Can't wait to see his sophomore campaign. I mean, kind of a stuff of legends when you think of the first touch of his career went for a touchdown. <laughs> the first pass that he caught in his Husky career was a corner end zone touchdown on the road against BYU. And then the first pass that he threw in his Husky career was a touchdown in the bowl game. So uh, three for three, Rich Newton. Yeah, and I think Husky fans, you know, this guy brings a – a different pad level, a different physicality, I think, than, you know, maybe some Husky backs in the in the past that were just so good at, you know, m making the, the the tackler miss and just it, it never took the big hit. Miles Gaskin, Bishop Sankey, they, you know, this dude just wants to punish people <laughs> and, and lower the pads and, and, and run over people. And it's uh, it's fun to watch and it really inspires your teammates. I think that's a good point. It does. Yeah. When you see someone who's not afraid of, of lowering the shoulder and lowering the boom, that yeah. gets everybody jacked up and ready to go. It does. Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, we've got more with Keith Bonifa coming up in the next segment. First, want to remind you, Power Crunch is the iconic cream-filled wafer protein energy bar. You can stop stock up on Power Crunch at your local Safeway or Albertsons today. Power Crunch, protein reimagined. I imagine uh, <laughs> Rich Newton with a power crunch on these middle <laughs> linebackers coming up this season. Can't wait to see it three weeks from that kickoff on the road against Cal. We'll talk to Keith Bonifa with more coming up in just a moment on Husky Football Saturday on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. When the stakes are high and it's your money on the line, you can count on Banner Bank. Banner Bankers listen and care about every detail. Always one step ahead of whatever you need. From easy online banking to the perfect home loan with financial tools and advice that help you get ahead. So start banking with Banner Bank and get the superpower service you deserve. Built for action. Built for banking. Banner Bank. Banner Bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Relive 100 years of Husky football with the University Bookstore, the only retailer founded by Huskies for Huskies. University Bookstore carries the best selection of Husky gear, including retro and throwback styles. Keep your Saturday game day tradition alive with classic Rose Bowl tees, the essential Don James replica hat, and everything else you need to spark that Husky spirit. And don't forget, Pack Rewards members save 10% on Husky gear every day. Shop online at ubookstore.com. Bow down and drink up at Red Hook Brew Lab, located in the heart of Seattle's Capitol Hill neighborhood and less than five miles away from campus. Proudly partnered with Washington Husky Athletics, Red Hook offers a variety of small batch beers brewed on site, delicious wood-fired pizzas, small bites, craft cocktails, and more. With hygienic practices in place and social distancing in effect, Red Hook Brew Lab is your go-to destination to enjoy great beer and delicious food leading up to and during the upcoming football and basketball seasons. Go dogs! 
Hey, Husky fans, in this virtual, mobile, and digitally connected world, are you prepared to meet your clients' demands? Rely on your coach, QBSI Xerox, for cloud-based solutions, electronic document management, and mobile business processes. With over 40 years servicing the Northwest business community, QBSI knows what it's like to be the home team. Register today for your complimentary QBSI 360 assessment at QBSI360.com or call 1-800-831-5858. Today's the day to save big on remaining new 2020 Toyotas. Now through November 2nd, get $1,500 customer cash off your best deal on any exciting new 2020 Camry. Or $3,000 off Camry Hybrid. Or take advantage of a great lease deal on Camry. A dealer dock fee up to $150 may be added. For complete details on all Toyota offers, see your local Toyota dealer or go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Husky fans, Tony Castricone here for UPS. Your customers want more from your business. You've got to make more happen, whether they're in Seattle or on the other side of the world. Globally or locally, UPS is building solutions to help businesses give their customers exactly what they want. More made easy. UPS, official logistics company of Washington Athletics. This is Washington Football on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. It's back, the return of the prestigious Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, honoring college sports excellence across all competitive divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow along with L Directors' Cup on Twitter or online to see which schools will be taking home a first-place trophy in June for their season-long success. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, a premier institutional award jointly launched in 1993 by USA Today and NACTA. Hey, dog fans, Tony Castricone here. Two downloads you must have on your phone or tablet are the Huskies Game Day app and the Go Huskies podcast. The Huskies Game Day app, presented by Wafed Bank, brings you all your favorite content from GoHuskies.com in an easy, mobile-friendly layout. Plus, you can listen live to games and coaches' shows with the touch of a button. Just go to the App Store and search Huskies Game Day. And the Go Huskies podcast has all our radio shows on demand, plus other podcast-exclusive content on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher. Download today and go dogs. Tony Castricone and Damon Hewitt reminding you that today's show is brought to you by AAA. There's only one AAA. Join now and save up to $30 on memberships. To join, just call 1-800-JOIN-AAA or go to AAA.com forward slash go dogs. Again, that's AAA.com forward slash go D-A-W-G-S. All right, we talked to uh, Keith Bonifa, running backs coach, in the last segment. Here's part two of that interview. Talk about, you know, the pads. I think we put the pads on for the first time in what, like, uh, gosh, we didn't get to do it this spring. So we're maybe three or four practices into full pads. How much does that impact the running backs, you know, not getting hit and the contact? And how different has that been for you this offseason? It's it's funny because, um, you know, people think, you know, and obviously your son, you know, uh, plays quarterback and you th- you hear about these guys that go around the seven on seven circuit and that's fun. And then you get out and we're, we're doing OTAs and we have on helmets and, 
jerseys and you're seeing the uh the d-line they're doing these slip moves and full they're going full speed in jerseys and then you know we get to some of the run game stuff whether we're running power or running inside zone and it's like the quick whistle and they do the quick whistle and it's like i could have swore that would have been a six-yard game we just got one yard (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean but which is hard for you know our uh, offensive coordinator to call a game like that but once you put the pads on and once it turns from rap uh, turns from fit tempo to rap, you know, to eventually live, that changes the whole ball game for running backs. It changes the game because now guys have to break down. Those arm tackles where it looks like you're, you know, doing a little dance, those don't work anymore. You got to bring your feet. And with the backs that we have, um, the way that we work, uh, you know, Rich, Sean, Kamari, um, obviously Cam Davis, and, you know, even some of these these, these other guys, you know, uh, Capacio Cherry, Christian Galvin, um, Javon Forward, you know, these guys uh, have really gotten a chance to really see what it feels like to be a big-time running back on this scale at the University of Washington. So when you ask how much does the pass change, it gives us an opportunity to really showcase why we need to get the ball. And it really puts everybody on edge when a offense like ours is able to run the ball downhill and break through and just continue to get those yards after contact. I mean, and you, you brought up earlier, you got a lot of guys uh, that have a lot of experience between Newton and, and Sean McGrew and Kamari Pleasant and Cam Davis had some touches. Uh, kind of a younger offensive line heading into this season than we've seen the last few years. What, what have you seen out of the offensive line in camp so far? No, I think the well. First of all, you see a lot of them because they're big. <laughs> um, I, I, I will say that um, it, some big guys out there. I just think um, you know, obviously, offensive line. Those guys are kind of tied, tied, tied together by the waist. And I think um, you know, Coach Huff always does a, ma- a, ma- a masterful job of getting those guys to play together and play as one unit and play as play as one group. Now. Obviously, just like every position in every program in the country who didn't get a chance to have it, you know, spring ball just helps that so much. But I will say this, the way that Huff has got those guys to, you know, start performing as a unit, the ones, the twos, the threes, and sometimes having to mix those guys up and watching how those guys work and communicate together has been amazing. You know, one of the things that we take pride in in a running back room is our pass protection and our ability to block. Uh, for the quarterbacks and for the receivers for we can, so we can get some of those explosive plays. And I will say this, Huff has done a great job of getting those young guys tuned in to how important the communication is with the backs for us all to be on the same page. So that's been really fun for us. A couple more things for Keith Bonifa here. Um, you know, I, I think it was exciting. You brought up Cam Davis earlier. It was exciting to see him get some touches and, and look explosive at, at times, thinking about the Oregon game for sure. Um, you know, he's a, as you build depth in, in the backfield, he's a guy that I, I think uh, raised eyebrows in the few touches that he did get. What, what can you tell us about Cam Davis and who is he and, and, and what's he like to coach? And, and you know, what, what are your expectations for him this year? Well, CD, that's what I call him, CD. Um, he is uh, he's interesting, you know. I think the one thing, you know, you have those guys, and damn, you've been around football a lot. And you have those guys that are at practice and you're like, that just looks different sometimes when he does certain things. He just looks different. Like he lined the guy up against Oregon. That looked different. We got into the bowl game. He got the touch in the red zone. He's in the end zone before the, you know, they couldn't even throw the flag. The flag didn't hit the ground. It was, you know, on the holding call. What it is what it is. But he's like, golly, that, that just looked a little bit different. And he is one of those guys 
when he pass blocks is different. He's physical. He has a good base. He catches almost everything. And then his ability to uh, transition from, you know, power to speed and get vertical and just the way he sets up blocks and then that acceleration. And some guys just pack that punch where he lines guys up and he can make you miss. He just looks different. And the thing about him, you know, uh, and I'll say this early because I, you know, I didn't coach Bishop, but I know I got a got a good feel of talking to Bishop, Bishop, how humble he was, how quiet he was. And, you know, getting a chance to recruit and be around Miles the years I did and everybody knows how humble he was. This guy doesn't say boo. He doesn't complain. He doesn't, you know, he comes, works his butt off in the weight room. He does whatever you want him to do at practice. And he's just really focused on getting better. I'm really excited about this group. Really, really excited about Cam Davis because I do think, like I said, he's just different. And I want to say that in a good way. Hmm. Man, and, you got me fired up. Yeah. <laughs> and loaded and coached well. And uh, it's going to be a fun season here. A shortened season, but a fun season. What do you think about this schedule and the way it's shaped up? You know, it's, you know, at first you're like, ah, this is weird. It's seven games or whatever it is. And, um, you know, it kind of catches you off guard. But I do think, you know, it's exciting to kind of go in the, in the Pac-12 play and put it all on the line right from the beginning. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like every game counts. You know, it's not like you can go play a couple games here and, you know, get 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 the dust off. No, it's time to go as soon as we hop off the plane in Berkeley. Um, so I do think it's exciting. Um, I hope, you know, the fans think they're excited about it. Now, obviously, you know, with this current situation of where we're at, not being able to have fans in the stands and things like that, that'll be different. But I do think, you know, this is something that should be looked, looked at closely because I do think, you know, some of the extra stuff that we do in college football um, when it comes to the season is not as necessary as let's go out here and let these guys go against the programs that matter on our side of the, on our side of the coast and then go from there. So I'll see how this thing plays out. And, you know, I'm excited. I really am. And I think the guys are, and, you know, just kind of touching on that, you got to think, you know, not just our program, but all the programs around the country, even the ones that are playing, you know, these kids come to college have come to this university to play football. At least the football players have understand they go to school, but they came here to play football. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously with, if everything's okay and we're making sure the precautions are made, you know, these guys are excited. They're excited to get that out there on the football field. They're doing everything we ask of them. Um, you know, when we ask, and there's so many changes and transitions during this time. But I think the thing that you guys and you guys and the fans will be excited to see is you're going to see a Husky football team and a Husky football program that is well coached, that is excited, that is physical and going out there giving all they have for this program. That's well said. That's that's one heck of a way to wrap it up. Hey, Keith Bonifa, running backs coach, University of Washington. Thanks for the time. Great to catch up with you, man. Good to see you. All right. Thank you guys, man. I appreciate it. Go Thanks, have a great camp. All right, good stuff there from Keith Bonifa, the running backs coach. Damon, what were, what were your thoughts on his comments about Cam Davis when he was saying, I don't know, when he's out there, he just looks different. When he touches the ball, he just looks different. Yeah, that right? got me kind of excited about no, Cam Davis. That gets Davis. me excited, too, because we have not seen a lot of him. I mean, let's just mm -hmm. be real here, but we, we've heard stories. And, yeah, you know, um, first time I handed off the football to Napoleon Kaufman, he just looked different, right? <laughs> you know, that's I, a big I, comparison, I, you know, right there. I, I, I've been around some of these guys that just, oh wow, that 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 get up, that start stop, that that change of direction, that's just 
different. And you could. You could hear that in KB's voice, and he would know, right? So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm as excited about this kid as uh, – as any Husky fan, and I, I want to see him get the rock. Yeah, I got to be honest. I, I thought Richard Newton looked different when, when he touched the ball, and just yep. the physicality that he runs with. Uh, I'm very excited about the running back group heading into the season. Okay, so it's time now for Take It to the Bank, presented by Wafed Bank, where Damon Heward gives us a prediction for the upcoming year. And uh, what can we take to the bank with who the Huskies' leading rusher is going to be this year? Out of all these great running backs. Yeah. Who, who's going to be the main man? Who's going to be 1A out of this group, Damon? Well, I, I'm going to take the easy answer there and go with Richard Newton. Um, you know, he is the guy who carried the rock 117 times last year, 498 yards, 4.3 average, 10 touchdowns uh, as a redshirt freshman. So, you know, but the one wild card is the style of play that, that he plays with, you know, he, he's going to take a beating. Mm-hmm. And so – um, you know, there, there's no doubt in my mind that, that Sean McGrew, the, the senior, we heard KB elaborate on him and his maturity. And every time he touched the rock last year, it was 6.2 yards a carry. Mm-hmm. So you got to believe he's going to get some touches. And then if Cam Davis is as good as, as, as KB alluded to, um, it could get interesting. But I think, you know, the, the, the safe answer is probably Richard Newton at this uh, at this time because you know they're gonna they're gonna lean on him based on his production from a year ago. All right, that's Take It to the Bank presented by Wafed Bank. We've got much more to get to here on Husky Football Saturday coming up at the top of the hour. We'll talk to Dave Terrell, Husky historian. He'll uh, give us all the anecdotes from the 1950s that you want to remember and know if you're a Husky football lover. Also, uh, defensive line coach Akaika Malloy joins us in the last hour of the show to talk to us about. Uh, What's he going to do on the inside of this defensive line? And talk also about his new responsibilities as the co-defensive coordinator on this team this year. There's lots more to get to uh, coming up on Husky Football Saturday. We are live from Husky Stadium, and we've got more coming up for you in a moment after this word on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Bob Kendall, president of Star Rentals. A big reason our family-owned business has been around since 1900 is the principle of empowering our people to do what they think is in the best interest of the customer. After all, this is a relationship business, and that's a constant that hasn't changed over time. Star Rentals, the preferred supplier to the West's best contractors. Empowering our employees to bring value to our customers. We think that's a relationship that will work for your business. Find out how at StarRentals.com. Founded by University of Washington grads and proud sponsors of UW Athletics, Chambers Bay Distillery's inspiration is Puget Sound. Their mission is simple, create uniquely extraordinary spirits. Chambers Bay bourbon is aged in a floating boathouse. Ron Vodka, the mineral water of vodkas, is touched with San Juan Island sea salt. And Ghost Dog Ghost Pepper Whiskey is a brilliant way to spice up cocktails. Chambers Bay Distillery spirits are available across the state of Washington at Total Wine and & More and other leading retailers. Chambers Bay Distillery, University Place, Washington. Must be 21 years of age. Please drink responsibly. Home Street Bank was born in Seattle, and for nearly 100 years, we've been your neighbor and a passionate supporter of local communities. That's why we continue to sponsor and support Husky Athletics through these challenging times. Home Street Bank remains dedicated to serving current and new customers through personal banking, home loan, and business banking solutions. Whether online or in person, we're here, and we're looking forward to helping you. Homestreet.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. 
At Magic Toyota in Edmonds, we love seeing past and current UW Huskies introduce future Husky generations to the university through athletics. That's why, through the good and the challenging times, we support programs like Pups and Parents. Nothing is more satisfying than seeing alumni, students, and future Huskies experience the unforgettable moments of UW athletics. As a proud sponsor, we invite you to visit Magic Toyota right on Highway 99 in Edmonds and always online at magictoyota.com. Go dogs! Relive 100 years of Husky football with the University Bookstore, the only retailer founded by Huskies for Huskies. University Bookstore carries the best selection of Husky gear, including retro and throwback styles. Keep your Saturday game day tradition alive with classic Rose Bowl tees, the essential Don James replica hat, and everything else you need to spark that Husky spirit. And don't forget, Pack Rewards members save 10% on Husky gear every day. Shop online at ubookstore.com. Waterbrook Winery offers world-class Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Chardonnay, and more. Throughout our prized Columbia Valley vineyards, our crowning jewel is the 160-acre Waterbrook Estate Vineyard in the Walla Walla Valley. Established in 1984, Walla Walla's fourth founded winery, we're proud to be named a Wine Spectator Top 100 Wine three times. Learn more about our award-winning wines, tastings, and wine country events at www.waterbrook.com. This is Washington Football on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Live every Wednesday night from 6 to 7 p.m., it's the Jimmy Lake Show. We're going to play fast. We're going to play physical. There's no team that we shouldn't be motivated to go beat. We know they're big-time athletes that we've recruited here. Defense is all about keeping points off the board, and whoever plays the best is going to have the opportunity to go play for the Pac-12 Championship. The Jimmy Lake Show, live from Husky Stadium, every Wednesday from 6 to 7 p.m., only on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Husky fans, Damon Hewitt here, and it's time to act on our passion for the purple and gold. This pandemic threatens Washington's ability to support 650 student-athletes in every sport. We need you to secure the future of the sports we love. The strength of the dog is in the pack, and today you're as important to the Husky pack as any player or coach. So please donate $10, $20, whatever you can at huskiesallin.org. That's huskiesallin.org. Live from Husky Stadium, it's Husky Football Saturdays on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Three weeks to go until that first game of the season on the road against California. And I know every dog fan out there is wondering who is going to come out of that huddle and be the quarterback on play number one of the season. Now, obviously, and as Jimmy Lake alluded to on the radio show on Wednesday night, it benefits the Huskies zero to make an announcement that is to the public as to who that quarterback is going to be heading into game one. Don't want to tip your hand to the opponent, which is every bit as in the dark as the fan base as to what's going on with the quarterback competition. But, uh, Damon, I, I think you've got four different guys here. Obviously, all of them bring different skill sets to the table. They bring different strengths and weaknesses to the table. And as they work their way through camp and as they get this precious experience and they get acquainted with John Donovan's offense – what are some of the things that you're thinking about with the quarterback battle as we get ready for the first game of the season three weeks from today? 
Yeah. What am I thinking about? You know, I just, it's, there's a lot of time, a lot of practice. They've had, you know, a number of weeks. We still got three weeks to go uh, to, to get this figured out. And, and, and I hope they can say, hey, this is the guy. But they might not be able to. I mean, there might be a scenario where, you know, uh, Jacob Sermon starts and, you know, Kevin Thompson comes. You get Series 3. I mean, I don't think they want to do that. But mm. you just don't know how this, you know, training camp is going to unfold. So um, I would love to tell you who's going to be the starter. But but I have no idea. Mm. You know, but I do believe, you know, when you look at Jimmy Lake and you say this is a, a – you know, a defensive-minded head coach who has a, a really good defense coming in here that he knows is going to keep them uh, in every game, uh, that, that you're going to want a quarterback who is, is not going to make a lot of mistakes, who can, you know, fit the football in there when someone's open, maybe extend the play with his feet, you know, all those things when you're, when you're, you're starting out with a, a new offense. So, you know, maybe on paper you, you'd say that the, the 24-year-old Kevin Thompson, just mm-hmm. because – this guy's played a lot of football. And, you know, my mind kind of goes, you know, boy, before this season started and, and you know, you got this transfer senior, he's only going to be here one fall, one season. Well, now with the new rules, yeah, you can just sit and say, well, this this isn't a one and done. He, he could be back here next fall too. So I think maybe you look at him a little bit differently than you did with that NCAA ruling. Now, Jacob Sermon and Dylan Morris, you know, they, they've been here. They're the ones with the relationships with these receivers, mm-hmm. and um, and 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 have that going for themselves. They're a couple of local guys, big time recruits, uh, talented players themselves. So you know, and then you throw in Ethan Garbers, you know, who you know, all he did was win every game he started last year in the state yeah. championship in California, and and we know that Jimmy is not afraid to play young guys. Mm-hmm. He did that at the defensive backs, and if he feels like Ethan's going to give them the best chance to win, I. I wouldn't be blown away if he's out there playing against his brother week one. So we'll see. Um, it's going to be interesting. But I would think Kevin Thompson, with his experience, with his age, um, with his – he's by far and away the best athlete in this group. Um, but but I have no clue. I really don't. Yeah, it's hard to know. I, I will say this. It does feel like at the quarterback position, experience means a little bit more than it does at – any other position on the field. No I mean, it, it, it's extremely valuable. Uh, there, There is something the, the college football romantic in me would love to see about Ethan Garbers going out there to take the start on the road against Cal with Chase Garbers on the other side of the, right. on the field. I think that would be phenomenal. Also, um, you know, you, you've got the two local products who just dreamed about playing for the Huskies. And, and a guy like yeah. Jacob Sermon, this guy, guy stuck it out through some adversity had to consider for a while whether or not he was going to stay here when Jacob Eason came in and everything else and he decided to stick it out Mm -hmm. and um, you know I I think people that that stay uh, because that purple's just in their veins because that's just pumping out of their heart I think that that there's an added advantage to them too because passion seems to to overflow onto the field and right and, and make a difference and and you know when you're a local kid and you've grown up here um it, it might mean just a little bit more right mm-hmm. you know your family is going to be at all these games and you've grown up a husky fan and it's your town it's your community and so yeah for for sermon 
and Dylan, I think, you know, that that is a part of it. You know, but fans and, and people out there understand this is a different day and age of college football. You know, don't forget, only one quarterback can play. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the defensive back room. It's not the wide receivers. One quarterback can play, and it, it is tough. And and there's probably some new rules coming down the pipeline in January allowing for kids to transfer and, and get one free hall pass to be immediately eligible. And so, you know, I, I'm of the old school where, hey, you come here, you stick it out, you're going to get your opportunity. But I've, I've seen it where, you know, some, sometimes you never do get that opportunity at this position. So, you know, I, I, I've, I've seen guys, we've seen them transfer. We've seen Russell Wilson transfer. We've seen, you know, um, Kyler Murray, we've the Baker Mayfield. I mean, this is just a different day and age of college football. And I think the average fan is going to be like me, like, oh, he quit. He, don't forget, only one quarterback can play. And this is a very tough situation for a lot of these kids, a lot of these coaches, coaches making decisions now. God, are we gonna, are we, boy, we better keep him in the fold. He might transfer. He might not. This is just a tough day and age uh, for college football and for the quarterback position. Yeah, and a lot of these guys have dreams of playing at the next level. You can't really audition for that. I mean, there's hey, you, hey, you, yeah. you can you can really only think of a handful of guys that were career backups in college that ended up actually having NFL careers. Uh, yeah, you know, Matt Castle yeah, comes USC, to mind at uh, USC. It's, it's rare, know, right? It, it is rare. And, you know, you got to have your opportunity to, to showcase your talents. and But it's only one of them can play. All right. Hey, today's Husky History a Trivia Question is brought to you by University Bookstore, founded by Huskies for Huskies since 1900. All right, Damon. Who holds the record in Washington football history for most rushing yards in a single game mm. at Husky Stadium? Not any game in Husky okay. history, but at Husky Stadium. That is the question that we've got for you today. And, of course, we will tell you the answer in the final hour of the show. All right, uh, Husky fans, the UW needs your help during this pandemic. You can support Washington's 650 student-athletes by donating today at huskiesallin.org. Again, that's huskiesallin.org. We'll talk to Husky historian Dave Terrell on the other side of this timeout. Another hour in the books, a Husky football Saturday and practice getting ready to start down below us here at Husky Stadium. We are live on the air and we'll continue with the show after this from Magic Toyota. At Magic Toyota in Edmonds, we love seeing past and current UW Huskies introduce future Husky generations to the university through athletics. That's why, through the good and the challenging times, we support programs like Pups and Parents. Nothing is more satisfying than seeing alumni, students, and future Huskies experience the unforgettable moments of UW athletics. As a proud sponsor, we invite you to visit Magic Toyota right on Highway 99 in Edmonds and always online at magictoyota.com. Go dogs! When the stakes are high and it's your money on the line, you can count on Banner Bank. Banner Bankers listen and care about every detail, always one step ahead of whatever you need. From easy online banking to the perfect home loan with financial tools and advice that help you get ahead. So start banking with Banner Bank and get the superpower service you deserve. Built for action. Built for banking. Banner Bank. Banner Bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. 
Bow down and drink up at Red Hook Brew Lab, located in the heart of Seattle's Capitol Hill neighborhood and less than five miles away from campus. Proudly partnered with Washington Husky Athletics, Red Hook offers a variety of small batch beers brewed on site, delicious wood-fired pizzas, small bites, craft cocktails, and more. With hygienic practices in place and social distancing in effect, Red Hook Brew Lab is your go-to destination to enjoy great beer and delicious food leading up to and during the upcoming football and basketball seasons. Go dogs! Relive 100 years of Husky football with the University Bookstore, the only retailer founded by Huskies for Huskies. University Bookstore carries the best selection of Husky gear, including retro and throwback styles. Keep your Saturday game day tradition alive with classic Rose Bowl tees, the essential Don James replica hat, and everything else you need to spark that Husky spirit. And don't forget, Pack Rewards members save 10% on Husky gear every day. Shop online at ubookstore.com. Hey Husky fans, in this virtual, mobile, and digitally connected world, are you prepared to meet your clients' demands? Rely on your coach, QBSI Xerox, for cloud-based solutions, electronic document management, and mobile business processes. With over 40 years servicing the Northwest business community, QBSI knows what it's like to be the home team. Register today for your complimentary QBSI 360 assessment at QBSI360.com or call 1-800-831-5858. Luke and his mom are on their way to his first marching band performance at the big game when... Why, tonight? Fortunately, Luke's mom has always been super prepared. She bought a AAA membership just for emergencies like this one. I'll change that tire and nothing flat. That's music to my ears. Come on, Luke, your tuba debut awaits. Call 800-JOIN-AAA or visit AAA.com to join today. AAA, heroes of the highway. This is Washington Football on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. This is the College Football Rewind. Hit give it six. The kick is good. And the Longhorns win. This is what big-time college football is all about. Taking you beyond the box scores to relive the emotions from the Saturday that was in college football. It's the College Football Rewind. Download on Sunday mornings on Apple Podcasts. Search College Sports Now. Live every Wednesday night from 6 to 7 p.m., it's the Jimmy Lake Show. We're going to play fast. We're going to play physical. There's no team that we shouldn't be motivated to go beat. We know they're big-time athletes that we've recruited in here. Defense is all about keeping points off the board, and whoever plays the best is going to have the opportunity to go play for the Pac-12 Championship. The Jimmy Lake Show, live from Husky Stadium, every Wednesday from 6 to 7 p.m., only on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Saturday continues final hour of 
of the show live from Husky Stadium going up till 11 o'clock on this Saturday morning. Three weeks away from kickoff against California down in Berkeley. And we'll have all the play-by-play -play for you right here on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. All right, continuing the Husky football Saturday show. At this time every week, we catch up with Husky historian Dave Terrell as we celebrate the centennial of Husky Stadium, 100 years of this glorious, greatest setting in college football. And we're going decade by decade. Dave, we started with you three weeks ago with the 20s and now all, all of a sudden we're all the way up to the 50s time's just flying man what, what can you tell us about the 1950s and what that meant in uh in the history of husky football i think the rock and roll guys call it the fabulous 50s and it was <laughs> fabulous for part of the 50s with us and it started with hugh McElhaney and don heinrich as being college football all americans and in the college football hall of fame and that year, uh, the big game, maybe of all time, of the early years of Husky history, was the 1950 game with Cal, where we ended up uh, two yards short of the Rose Bowl. We didn't get to the Rose Bowl, but we had a great team, and we had uh, a situation where, at that game, one of my all-time favorite parts of Husky history, Wendell Broyles, started as the... Uh, PA announcer, and he was there for 35 years. And if you were around during the Wendell Broyles era and you say that name, they go, oh, my God, I love that guy. <laughs> but anyway, he was he was a guy that, that projected us into the, his, in, into the history books, at least for the quality that he did. Off the field, athletic director Harvey Castle was the guy who was responsible for in 1950, the new Southside Upper Deck. Mm. And Castle was a guy that was extremely aggressive, and he wanted the Huskies to set the, set the basis for a significant uh, move to big-time football. And to do that, we needed more seats, and we got 15,000 of them in the, in the uh, South Seating South, South arrangement. And that carried us for 35 years. We did not make another major move on the stadium from 1950 until the middle of the 80s. Mm. And in that Southside Upper Deck, the first game, I thought it was pretty interesting. The attendance was terrible. It was only 30,000 because so many people were afraid that that thing was so high they were afraid to sit in it. But they changed their mind. Uh, the next week because we played Minnesota and had a crowd of 50,000. Mm. And with Cal game, if we got to complete maximum uh, uh, capacity of 55,000. And the next uh, thing that I want to talk about is the play of the decade. And this was a pass uh, against USC uh, in the middle of the season. USC was ranked 10th in the nation. And a guy named Steve Roke was the quarterback. Jim Houston was an end, and Corky Lewis was an end. And the play was known uh, suspiciously as Roke to Houston to Lewis. It covered 80 yards. And, and like in, that, in those days, on the front page of the PI and the Times, they would have, you know, the, the type of deal with the little dotted lines to show you where the ball was going and where it was lateral and <laughs> that right. kind of a thing. Yeah. And, and that thing was uh, plastered all over the front page, and people talked about that forever. Um, that was so 1955, that was correct? Didn't get us to the Rose Bowl. 
But another play of the decade is off the field in a guy that I am a, a tremendous fan of and I don't think gets enough credit, and that was that, that Harvey Castle went, went his own way and George Briggs was hired as the athletic director. And the first thing he did was hire Daryl Royal. And hmm. Daryl Royal, as we all know, uh, has a stadium named after him down there at the University of Texas and is a great Hall of Fame coach and the whole works. And Daryl was only here for one year. And here comes the brilliant part, is that Daryl Royal went to George Briggs and said, look, I've been offered a job at Texas, and I want to take it, but I have loyalty to you because you gave me my big chance right here. And at, this is after one year. And George Briggs said, I know you'll be looking over your shoulder at Texas, and I don't want that. I want a coach that wants to be here and to make a name for himself and make a career, and who do you recommend? And we ended up with the tall, handsome, swashbuckling Jim Owen. <laughs> and Jim Owens obviously was a guy that, that made Daryl Royal the genius because he had a tremendous program over a long period of time. The other thing that George Briggs did was he developed the TIE program, which is seat-related giving. And at that mm. time, that was a very much of an unknown and not much of a used quantity. Now it's very, very popular and very common. But that gave us the financial stability to compete and to become, you know, really what we are today. And when you think about when Owens was hired, he was 29 years old. And the other three guys that were interviewed were Bear Bryant, Duffy Doherty, and Bud Wilkinson. And those guys wow. were among the icons of, of everything, and all of them stayed put. But Jim Owens turned out to be just a terrific guy for us. And in his first, uh, not in his first year, but in his third year, 1959, that was the magical year where we went to the Rose Bowl. And uh, the last three games, because of the effect and the, and the, and the uh, idea of the capacity, we had 54,000 average for our last three games. And since the Rose Bowl bid with a 55,000 crowd in beating the Cougars. And when we went to the Rose Bowl, of course, and beat Wisconsin, the interesting thing to me was that the Big Ten had won 10 of 11 years uh, of the Rose Bowl, and Owens back-to-back in 59 and 60 seasons in the 60-61 Rose Bowl. Those two things really changed the picture of the domination of the Big Ten to, for many, many years, the domination of the, of the Pac-10. So I'm saying that in the, in the 50s, that the two guys that stepped up and provided the initiative for the long-term future were the two athletic directors. And, you know, anytime we have a great coach and anytime we do the things that we do and all the wonderful things that Jennifer is doing now, that makes all the difference in the world. And, and these guys really deserve the credit. And I think we're in, we're in great shape now. And, and that's, you know, it's kind of kind of goes way back, and and moving forward, uh, we're going to continue to be you know the same as as that has been. Dave, I I got a question for you. Very well said and awesome history lesson this morning. Thank you. Um, when was that old press box uh, built? Was the with the catwalk? 
I feared my life those last few years. <laughs> Did that thing come along in the 50s with the, the, the yeah, new south it, upper deck, it, it too? It came with the upper deck, and the, I, I, I know quite a few of the guys from the Seattle Times and that, that are retired, and they said, boy, I was scared to go up there at first. And I, I read in a – I was looking through some old programs, and it was 165 feet high from, <laughs> from there, to, <laughs> there down to the field. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that thing just kind of hung out there at the the end of the the cantilever roof, and it was a great view. But uh, a few times shaking some big games there about a decade ago, and it 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 was scary. My palms are sweating just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, right. I'm getting a little bit one queasy. One final thing is, if if when you were a kid, you might have had one of those electric football games where you put the little tiny guys. <laughs> of course. On the, yeah, well, that's oh, what yeah. it looks like from up there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great call. Dave Terrell, hey, you said that the addition of that upper deck um, really allowed Husky Stadium to be a great selling point in recruiting uh, uh, around the Pacific Northwest and the West Coast because it was the biggest football stadium around, correct? Absolutely. And the thing is, is that uh, kind of when you get into the 70s, but we had a period where in a 17-year period, we led the Pac-12 in actual attendance. 15 of 17 years. Wow. So what that did was we had the big-time stadium, and for a long time, Oregon and Oregon State and Washington State were playing the games either in Spokane or Portland. Mm-hmm. So And, and we, we would flood those stadiums with Huskies, so it made it almost a neutral field. So, I mean, that those advantages don't exist today, but they existed for a long time. And I credit the upper deck uh, for a lot of that. Yeah, that's awesome. As always, fantastic stuff from Dave Terrell in the 1950s. Thank you very much, Dave. Look forward to hearing about the 60s next week. Okay, go dogs. All right, sounds good. Hey, Check of the College Football Scoreboard is brought to you by Banner Bank, here to help people and businesses reach their goals. Dogs run together. Banner Bank, member FDIC. Uh, games in progress in college football. Top-ranked Clemson rolling in Atlanta, 24-7 lead at Georgia Tech. That one midway through the second quarter. Uh, Miami with a 14-0 lead at home against Pittsburgh, middle second quarter from Coral Gables. Uh, Auburn visiting South Carolina. Tigers lead 16-7, middle of the second quarter from Columbia. And then uh, Kentucky playing on the road against 18th-ranked Tennessee. And the Wildcats out to a 17-0 lead late in the second quarter there. Other games to keep an eye on later today. Number four, Notre Dame at home against Louisville. That kicks off at 11.30 Pacific. One o'clock today, Texas A&M is ranked 11th. They go to Mississippi State. Number five, North Carolina. How about Mac Brown cracking the top five with the Tar Heels. They play at Florida State, 4.30 game later today. And then the big one at 5 o'clock, number three, Georgia, number two, Alabama. Uh, Nick Saban not going to uh, be able to no. be there. He's correct? been cleared to coach tonight. But it, was that going to be virtually, or is he going to be at the game? I believe he's going to be at the game. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. So I had not heard about that. But so Nick Saban, after the COVID diagnosis, will be coaching. Two negative Alabama, tests. Yeah. Alabama takes on Georgia. That will be a 5 o'clock kickoff tonight. We did have some postponements today um, due to the virus. Number seven, Oklahoma State against Baylor. Eighth-ranked Cincinnati taking on Tulsa and LSU on the road against number 10, Florida. All those games have been postponed. That's a check of the college football scoreboard brought to you by Banner Bank. All right, we've got Akaika Malloy coming up next. We'll talk a little bit about the defensive line for the Huskies in 2020 when Husky Football Saturday continues in a moment after this from Lee Johnson Nissan. 
The Lee Johnson Auto Family is a proud sponsor of Husky football. If you haven't heard, the Lee Johnson team now owns Nissan of Kirkland, where we believe the buying experience is a direct reflection of the ownership experience. See the complete Nissan line, including the all-electric Nissan Leaf, the best-selling electric vehicle of all time. Lee Johnson Nissan of Kirkland, just off 405 exit 20 in Totem Lake. Lee Johnson Auto As a not-for-profit credit union, BECU is all for Huskies. That's why when you shop with the BECU UW Visa, your purchases go from this to this. And with fewer fees and lower rates, you always have a home advantage. To apply for the official card of UW, go to becu.org slash UW. Apply today. Relive 100 years of Husky football with the University Bookstore, the only retailer founded by Huskies for Huskies. University Bookstore carries the best selection of Husky gear, including retro and throwback styles. Keep your Saturday game day tradition alive with classic Rose Bowl tees, the essential Don James replica hat, and everything else you need to spark that Husky spirit. And don't forget, Pack Rewards members save 10% on Husky gear every day. Shop online at ubookstore.com. Waterbrook Winery offers world-class Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Chardonnay, and more. Throughout our prized Columbia Valley vineyards, our crowning jewel is the 160-acre Waterbrook Estate Vineyard in the Walla Walla Valley. Established in 1984, Walla Walla's fourth founded winery, we're proud to be named a Wine Spectator Top 100 Wine three times. Learn more about our award-winning wines, tastings, and wine country events at www.waterbrook.com. Bob Kendall, president of Star Rentals. A big reason our family-owned business has been around since 1900 is the principle of empowering our people to do what they think is in the best interest of the customer. After all, this is a relationship business, and that's a constant that hasn't changed over time. Star Rentals, the preferred supplier to the West's best contractors. Empowering our employees to bring value to our customers. We think that's a relationship that will work for your business. Find out how at StarRentals.com. Luke and his mom are on their way to his first marching band performance at the big game when... Why, tonight? Fortunately, Luke's mom has always been super prepared. She bought a AAA membership just for emergencies like this one. I'll change that tire and nothing flat. That's music to my ears. Come on, Luke, your tuba debut awaits. Call 800-JOIN-AAA or visit AAA.com to join today. AAA, heroes of the highway. This is Washington Football on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. The passion. 25, first down, 20, 15, 10, 5, 3, 2, 1. The fury. Getting blitzed. Down he goes. The speed. Doubled it. It's going to be Oh, my. Western College Football. Toward the end zone. Got it for six points. You can unhitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the board. Over the shoulder. Get 30, 20. This is the College Football Blitz. Listen on Saturdays this fall on College Sports Now on TuneIn. Only 
One app is the official mobile app of the Washington Huskies. The Huskies Game Day app, presented by Wafed Bank. All your favorite news and stories from GoHuskies.com, schedules for all 22 varsity sports, live and on-demand audio broadcasts, and more. Customize your news feed to your favorite Husky teams and listen live to radio broadcasts of football games, men's and women's basketball games, and coaches' shows in the palm of your hand. Just go to the App Store and search Huskies Game Day. That's Huskies Game Day to download the Huskies Game Day app, presented by Wafed Bank. Go dogs! Live from Husky Stadium, it's Husky Football Saturday, continuing until 11 o'clock. Tony Castricone and Damon Heward with you. I want to remind you to make sure you catch the Jimmy Lake Show each Wednesday night at 6 p.m. right here on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Head coach of the Huskies joins me and Dave Softy Muller every week through the end of the season to talk Husky football. That's the Jimmy Lake Show each Wednesday from 6 to 7 right here on the home of the Huskies. Damon Hewitt and I had the opportunity to catch up with defensive line coach Akaika Malloy yesterday, and we talked about uh, what the defensive line looks like heading into the 2020 season. All right, Husky Football Saturday continues. Defensive line coach Akaika Malloy always brings a lot of energy to the practice field, to the games, and, and every time he's on the mic, and I'm sure we'll get nothing different now, although it's the first time, Akaika, we've talked to you post COVID and all this craziness. Yeah. What was the last six months like for, for you guys? And then finally hearing the good news that, that we've got a football season to, to get ready for. Yeah, great. I mean, when you talk about in terms of football, man, it was sudden change on a weekly basis. You know, you're, you're playing and then you're not, you're working out and then you're not. And we send them home and they're back. So, you know, I, I will give a lot of credit to our players, really Coach Lake, the doctors, the trainers for having the right protocols for us. You know, we are thinking about our student athletes first. Uh, but I will give a lot of credit to our players. You know, since we've been back, uh, those guys have done a great job trying to stay separated from not only from school, but from friends, you know. So they're making a lot of sacrifice so we can continue to do what we love doing, which is play this game of football. Well, Akaika, uh, Levi Onzerike decided to go on to the NFL. And yep. it's his decision, but but obviously tough for, for a, a guy, a senior you were counting on in a big way. Absolutely. Who are some of these young guys now that uh, are going to have to take that leadership role and, and fill that big void that uh, Levi leaves? Right. Well, right away, you know, Thule will be the guy that will have to step up and, and kind of manhandle that inside, you know, hold the point and, and two gaps from stuff. You know, Taki will be the other one, you know, those guys known as twins. And then Josiah Bronson, and he's a guy that kind of learned from Levi. So hopefully he can bring some speed and athleticism to our tackle position. And then behind them, you will see them all, you know, from Tui Fatui to Itele. That guy's getting a lot of reps with the ones. Jacob Bandis and Noah Nalu, those guys are getting reps with the ones. I mean, I need them. They cannot go against, uh, they cannot go enough against the best. You know, right. I mean, they need some game time reps as fast as we can. This is already our preseason. So uh, the way we are entering the season, we need them all. But to replace Levi, I mean, you know, that's like three people in one. Yeah, you know, uh, Kaika, what is it that you lose in Levi, um, you know, the, the individual? Well, one is the experience. You know, when you talk about technique and whatnot, he had that part down. But the other part, the part that he's already done for the NFL is studying film. And so pre-snap, a lot of times he would look like he, he's blitzing, but he really knew it by studying film. So that part of it, you know, he passed on a bit. But a lot of these freshmen, they've never gone in the game. They don't know what it's like to play at Husky Stadium with or without fans, you know, so they kind of got to go through their bumps and bruises. And what we had with Levi was allowing us to have an example always on the field for them to learn the ways and then 
continue getting better. You know, Kikes, how, how much, in your opinion, has college football changed where maybe the most important thing within a defensive line is flat-out depth, right? I mean, the game now, so much of it, week-to-week it changes with a spread offense, an air raid offense, a, a pro-style offense. But if you're playing a team and you're running 100, 120 plays, I mean, back when we played, there were like 65 plays. Exactly. You know, the four guys on the D-line were the four guys on the D-line. Right, you know, right. So, I, I mean, how important is rotating these guys, keeping them fresh, having to play sideline to sideline? How much has the game changed, and do you have enough depth? Completely changed, just like you said, completely changed. And for us, that's the moving parts that we need with, with Coach K and the X's and Jacks. And, you know, we're trying to figure out if guys can play inside as well as our guys playing outside for that reason. But, but today's game, everything is about speed, how fast you can play for, how long you can play, and then rotating. It's almost, in essence, it's almost like, like hockey. You know, when you're playing fast, 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 and then switch, we're into another group, so you're not losing speed. Because nowadays, if you get caught with a def- one defensive front out on the field, I mean, it'll be miserable for the, those guys. They just can't keep up. Yeah. Keiko, let me ask you, you know, uh, I know every defensive line coach in the country is kind of in the same boat. Um, but I, I wonder for this position particularly, you know, given that quarterbacks can still throw at a target, uh, wide receivers can still go on a field and run routes and those sort of things. I asked Scott Huff this as well with offensive linemen, but for defensive linemen, when so much of what you do is push against other big 300-pound guys and you've got the limited contact, you can't do these sort of things, how difficult, given that it is a challenge that everybody has to face, but but for your position, what how creative have you had to be in, in trying to coach these guys up during this COVID stuff? Yeah, well, we studied a lot of film on our own individuals. I mean, that's what it, it comes down to from us executing individuals with, in terms of the right fundamentals, but then studying it in film, right? And then trying to reimagine it on air. So we did so much things like that. And then when you go against someone, now you put them against the, the physical pressure of it. But it, it's extremely hard. You have to be really, really creative in terms of how to do footwork, how to do hand placement especially when you cannot have this period where you can have contact with each other, right? So now I'm hitting a goalpost. I'm hitting a, a sled that only you will be hitting and then transferring it to a person. So uh, it, it's been it's been challenging to say the least, but now that we're back again, hopefully we can kind of put the pieces in, in, the, puzzle, in the pieces in the right places to fit this puzzle and kind of move forward. Kaga, you've uh, got a new title this offseason. Congratulations. I believe coach, defensive coordinator. Is that is that right? That, that is, is awesome. right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, yeah, it's it's been an honor to, to accept that title. And then, but you know, on our, I said it before, on our end, uh, the defensive end, you know, we have a couple guys that have already been coordinators. Coach Gregor has been a coordinator, Coach Lake, and then Coach, Coach K. So we kind of have uh, a rhythm of what we're doing already. You know, not much will, will change. Coach, Coach K will be calling the plays. Uh, at times, you know, he'll take my input in terms of the game plan, but it's kind of an honor to have that title and also to continue learning from those guys as, as we move forward. So you say not much is going to change, but Jimmy Lake was the defensive coordinator a year ago. Uh, he now as, as the head coach. So you said PK has done it before. Bob Gregory's done it before. No change whatsoever. You don't think with schematically or the way things go, just maybe elaborate on that. Uh, well, you know, Coach K will, will put things together in terms of the pieces that we have. You know, if our strength is to, to come get you, then we will do that. Uh, he's really detailed in terms of the, the people. So a lot of the pieces have changed, but our foundation pretty much has been 
uh, as fundamentally sound as we can be on defense, keep everything in front and inside, attack when we can, when, when the right opportunity presents itself. And I think from that aspect, uh, we won't change. But the players, the pieces, how we go about it, uh, you know, we, we hope that it looks different, from, at least from our eyes. Okay, let's talk a little bit about some of the personnel in your room. And, and with Levi going on to the draft, uh, that makes Josiah Bronson the uh, the elder statesman of your group. I, I think he's the second oldest guy on the team coming from the class of 2015, starting his career at Temple, transferring here, taking a leap of faith. He ends up with the scholarship. Uh, tell us a little bit about Josiah as, as we're going to see him a lot as as the veteran out of this bunch. Yeah, like you said, he is the old old man of the group now. I mean, that's what they kind of pretty much call him is the old man, right? But um, he is, he will be probably the flashiest guy from our room. He has so much athletic ability where we can play him as an outside backer all the way down to a nose, right? So he has the strength and the physicality and the athleticism to play all across the board. I'm kind of uh, expecting him to take at least the athletic part of what, what Levi does. You will see him striking and getting off blocks a little bit quicker uh, than most of our tackles who will sit there and hold point and try to let linebackers run, you know. But, but for him, his whole deal is attacking, making production for us, and we want some tackle losses and some sacks out of Josiah, and I think he's looking forward to that challenge. All right, always fun to talk to Akaika Malloy. We have more coming up with the Husky defensive line coach in just a moment. But first, it's time for Pro Dogs Update, brought to you by UPS, proud partner of the Washington Huskies. Early games tomorrow, including Drew Sample and the Bengals going to Indianapolis. We'll see if uh, Jordan Miller, Caleb McGarry, and company can get their first win of the year as the 0-5 Falcons are visiting 1-4 Minnesota. Marcus Peters and the 4-1 Ravens hope to see their hot start continue at Philadelphia. Big game in the AFC North. Nick Harris gets to experience his first Browns-Steelers rivalry game. Pittsburgh's 4-0, Cleveland a half a game back. Uh, Shaq Thompson, he had 10 tackles last week against Atlanta. He leads the 3-2 Panthers against the Bears, who are 4-1 on the season. 1 o'clock games, only a couple this weekend. Seahawks have the day off. Dolphins hammered the Niners last weekend with Miles Gaskin finding pay dirt. Miami will be hosting the winless Jets tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Rams and Niners on Sunday night football. Lots of recent dogs on those rosters. And Monday night, four former Huskies suiting up for the Cardinals as they visit the Cowboys. That's your Pro Dogs update brought to you by UPS. We'll have more with Husky defensive line coach Akaika Malloy after this from Waterbrook Wines. Waterbrook Winery offers world-class Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Chardonnay, and more. Throughout our prized Columbia Valley vineyards, our crowning jewel is the 160-acre Waterbrook Estate Vineyard in the Walla Walla Valley. Established in 1984, Walla Walla's fourth founded winery, we're proud to be named a Wine Spectator Top 100 Wine three times. Learn more about our award-winning wines, tastings, and wine country events at www.waterbrook.com. As a not-for-profit credit union, BECU is all for Huskies. That's why when you shop with the BECU UW Debit MasterCard, your purchases go from this to this. And with free checking and access to over 30,000 surcharge-free ATMs, you always have a home advantage. To order the official card of UW, go to becu.org slash UW. Order today. Federally insured by NCUA. 
The Lee Johnson Auto Family is a proud sponsor of Husky football. If you haven't heard, the Lee Johnson team now owns Nissan of Kirkland, where we believe the buying experience is a direct reflection of the ownership experience. See the complete Nissan line, including the all-electric Nissan Leaf, the best-selling electric vehicle of all time. Lee Johnson Nissan of Kirkland, just off 405 exit 20 in Totem Lake. Lee Johnson Auto Hey Husky fans, in this virtual, mobile, and digitally connected world, are you prepared to meet your clients' demands? Rely on your coach, QBSI Xerox, for cloud-based solutions, electronic document management, and mobile business processes. With over 40 years servicing the Northwest business community, QBSI knows what it's like to be the home team. Register today for your complimentary QBSI 360 assessment at QBSI360.com or call 1-800-831-5858. Relive 100 years of Husky football with the University Bookstore, the only retailer founded by Huskies for Huskies. University Bookstore carries the best selection of Husky gear, including retro and throwback styles. Keep your Saturday game day tradition alive with classic Rose Bowl tees, the essential Don James replica hat, and everything else you need to spark that Husky spirit. And don't forget, Pack Rewards members save 10% on Husky gear every day. Shop online at ubookstore.com. Luke and his mom are on their way to his first marching band performance at the big game when... Why, tonight? Fortunately, Luke's mom has always been super prepared. She bought a AAA membership just for emergencies like this one. I'll change that tire and nothing flat. That's music to my ears. Come on, Luke, your tuba debut awaits. Call 800-JOIN-AAA or visit AAA.com to join today. AAA, heroes of the highway. This is Washington Football on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, dog fans, Tony Castricone here. Two downloads you must have on your phone or tablet are the Huskies Game Day app and the Go Huskies podcast. The Huskies Game Day app, presented by Wafed Bank, brings you all your favorite content from GoHuskies.com in an easy, mobile-friendly layout. Plus, you can listen live to games and coaches' shows with the touch of a button. Just go to the App Store and search Huskies Game Day. And the Go Huskies podcast has all our radio shows on demand, plus other podcast-exclusive content on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher. Download today and go dogs. Husky fans, Damon Hewitt here, and it's time to act on our passion for the purple and gold. This pandemic threatens Washington's ability to support 650 student-athletes in every sport. We need you to secure the future of the sports we love. The strength of the dog is in the pack, and today you're as important to the Husky pack as any player or coach. So please donate $10, $20, whatever you can at huskiesallin.org. That's huskiesallin.org. Husky Football Saturday continues live from Husky Stadium. Tony Castricone and Damon Heward with you today up until 11 o'clock. And today's show is brought to you by Janet King, the trusted cleaning and disinfecting partner for businesses throughout Washington. From stadiums to offices and more, Janet King is your essential disinfecting service. Go Huskies. All right, we're talking to Husky defensive line coach Akaika Malloy as we continue our conversation about the interior lineman on the defensive side of the ball. We've also heard that Ryan Bowman might be, or at least he's lobbying for it, uh, playing inside a little bit. Um, he's transformed his body, 280 pounds. He, he told us he eats three pounds of 
red meat, I think, uh, a day, along with, I don't know, a couple pounds of rice. Yeah. So uh, what do you see Ryan doing, you know, more of an outside guy a year ago? He's coming inside probably in some of your meeting room, meetings as well, huh? Yeah, that, that guy is almost the same role as Josiah. You know, he already knows how to play the outside backer. He has the mental capacity to play inside if we need him to. Uh, you might see him in there. You might not. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> okay, Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're talking to Kai Kamaloy, uh, defensive lines coach for the Huskies here. Um, Tuli and Taki, the twins. These guys, you know, they, they come in as, as youngsters a couple of years ago. They, they go through their red shirt and everything. Both saw the field last year, and we oh. saw some growth. We we saw them in some real significant moments. Um, now that, that they're around for a third year, what, what, what sort of leap have you seen from Tuli and Taki as even though they're still sophomores eligibility wise, I mean, these, these guys are a little bit older now. It's kind of funny, actually, to be honest with you, since we started camp, those two are the one that are sending people back in line. If the footwork is not correct, if the hand placement is not correct. And I was thinking, wait, just about six months ago, we were yelling at you for the same reason, you know, so they're, they're actually pretty excited about taking over that room. Uh, the room. I think they've taken some pride. They, they do understand the legacy before them and, and what is expected out of a defensive front, let alone out of the leadership that comes with that room. You know, so those guys have been great for us. They've, they've been encouragers as well as um, deputies, so to speak. You know, when I need something done, those two guys will get it done. But they're doing the extra work, both in Zoom meetings with other players as well as myself. So. Uh, I expect really good things out of the Twins. Guys, no one's recruited better than you on the staff in a lot of ways. This defensive line position, all these guys, big-time four-star recruits. You've done an incredible job here on the West Coast. We talked about the Twins. We talked about the seniors. Who are some of the young guys? Uh, you mentioned Bandis there earlier. Uh, talk a little about these young guys. Who's transformed themselves this offseason? And who are you, maybe Husky fans, might not know about who's going to make an impact here in 2020? Yeah, the name that they will hear for sure this year and they should be excited about is, is Fatui Tuitele from Hawaii. Uh, he's put on some weight. He's about 310 as we speak. Uh, he knows the playbook up and down. Um, he is very, very impressive for a freshman to learn everything from Jack, from defensive end to the opposite side defensive end. So he knows them all. He can play it all. He will be on the field. Um, for him, uh, you would be really impressed with his technique. He's very technical in terms of how he places his hands, for how big the guys that he's going against and how, how powerful he can snatch them down. There's way more technique involved in it, and he prides himself on that. Uh, Jacob Bendis will be a guy that you would think can replace Tune. I mean, he, he's very, very powerful inside. So he plays our nose, and I like the fact that he can take on double teams already, and he's not afraid of them. So, uh, And his motor will be more impressive to everyone else. So from zero you'll see him tracking on people to the sideline. So that's something very exciting for him. And then Noah Nalo. Noah is kind of our speedster uh, in between. So he would use more athletic ability than anything else in terms of being quick inside, quick outside, uh, not so much power and sitting in there. So those three names for sure you will see. The other guy that that is it had probably one of the best camps so far is Draco Bynum, you know, from, from Oregon. You know, that guy, I mean, I think that A alone, he had like two sacks. So... He's really upped his game. I think he understands the challenge and really our situation, the way I've explained it to our room and you watch the NFL. I mean, there's injuries occurring all over the place. There's COVID happening. So 
in our room, everyone's expected to play. So they're preparing that that way. And then, you know, I think in the long run, it'll help all of us. That's awesome. Hey, one more quick question. Who's going to be the starting quarterback? Uh, hopefully not me. That's, that's the only <laughs> thing I'm hoping because I tried a five-yard out and that didn't look too pretty. So, yeah, I'll stick with the deal out of that one. Okay. Akaka, okay, going back to the twins for a moment, um, you – uh, I think a lot of times when you have two guys that are very similar, the similarities are obvious. What you really yeah. want to kind of get a, a feel for is how are the two guys different? What, what can yeah. you tell us about Thule and Taki? What are the differences that they offer on the inside of the line? So Thule is very athletic. I know because of his stature, you don't think of it. His movement is almost like a, a 280-pound defensive tackle as opposed to a 315-pound I mean, if you really study his footwork and how nimble he is, you'll be impressed by that. That's the difference to me between Thule and Taki. Taki is a road raider. He's like my Greg Gaines. He's going to sit in there and make sure he doesn't leave that gap because he's responsible for it. Thule would be very similar to Vita. Like, I can play here, but I choose not to. I'm going to throw you down and go make a play. Those will be the two differences, but in terms of the scheme, we expect the same thing out of those guys. But the finished product in terms of once the play starts, one will have the ability to do that. The other one will be stubborn and staying in his gap. As the schedule's out now, and, and we know who we're going to play week one, it's on the road against California, uh, maybe one of the more veteran quarterbacks in the league and, yeah. and a Cal team that's expected to be one of the best Cal teams in quite some time. What what do you know or think or remember about California? I know you're not quite into the nitty-gritty of the game planning quite yet. You're not in game week quite yet. But what what, what is it that stands out to you about opening up at Berkeley? I mean, they, they know how to finish. You know, those guys can run the ball. They're very physical. It's an it's experienced offensive line. They all come back. And watching film on them, and they, they've, they're they very technically sound in terms of how they attacked us. And I'm talking about the defensive front. And it is flat-out embarrassing for us. I mean, that's what we know in this room is we need to be able to stop the run. And without being able to defeat that offensive line, let alone the veteran quarterback that they have, I think he's the most, you know, one of the most talented, if not the talented quarterback in our conference. I mean, he, he has all the tools for the NFL and then some, you know. So we have our work cut out for us. But the one thing that I know that I, it, to, to this day in my memory is Cal has fallen away to finish. And that's what we need to do come November 7th. Akaika Malloy, great catching up with you, man. Really appreciate the time. Best of luck through the rest of camp and uh, look forward to talking to you on game week. Appreciate it, fellas. All right, Damon, uh, your thoughts about the interview with Akaika Malloy as uh, we, we talked about it a little bit. You know, that, that rotation gets disrupted with Levi Onzerike going to the NFL, but uh, still feels really good about the depth he has at that position. Yeah, he's got some depth, but boy, they are young. And, you know, that's a big theme in college football, and I hate elaborating on it too much. But uh, no doubt about it, Thule and Taki, I think you hear the excitement in his voice, both those guys, and Thule, you know, now coming into his third year in the program, usually when those those big guys take that next step, you know, I mean, Danny Shelton, Vita Vea, they, they didn't just show up and play right out the gate. I mean, they, they became superstars kind of over time. And it's a, it's a, it's a position that, that takes time to develop and, and uh, you need your time in the weight room. And, and it really sounds like those two guys, you know, are going to carry the load uh, along uh, with the senior Josiah Bronson, who, 
you know, as a guy I think they were counting on in a big way going into this year. So you know, I think those three guys are going to carry the load in the interior part of that D-line. But, you know, as we talked about there, you need depth. And especially these teams that play up-tempo, you better have a lot of bodies and a lot of rotation and keeping guys fresh the last four quarters. And that's going to be the big challenge, I think, this season is do you have enough depth? Are these young guys going to come along fast enough to where uh, you can survive four quarters? Mm -hmm. We saw a little bit of Fatui Tuitele last year as a true freshman and really felt like, you know, that guy's got a ton of upside, highly recruited, coming out of Hawaii. He's dealt with some injury problems and some things like that, but really haven't seen the depth beyond that actually get on the field into a game. And so somebody's going to have to get out there and, and, and show what they can do. Yeah, no question. You know, Jacob Bandis was a big-time recruit uh, out of Pittsburgh, California, four-star guy. Um, you know, Noah, you heard uh, a coach talk about a little bit there, and even Draco Bynum, another kid, a uh, Northwest product out of Oregon. So, yeah, you're going to need the depth, and these guys are all going to have to step up, and then you throw in the COVID factor, which – you know, week to week, you never know if, if, if one of the, the, you know, Thule or Josiah, and, and, and hey, young young buck, you're in there. You're starting this Saturday. Be ready to roll. So it, it's going to be interesting. It's an interesting group to follow this season for sure. No question about it. Always fun catching up with Ikaika Malloy. Brings a lot of energy. As we are live at Husky Stadium right now with a Husky Football Saturday show, we've got more coming up for you in just a moment, and including a look back at this week in Husky history. That's after this from Banner Bank. When the stakes are high and it's your money on the line, you can count on Banner Bank. Banner Bankers listen and care about every detail, always one step ahead of whatever you need. From easy online banking to the perfect home loan with financial tools and advice that help you get ahead. So start banking with Banner Bank and get the superpower service you deserve. Built for action. Built for banking. Banner Bank. Banner Bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Bow down and drink up at Red Hook Brew Lab, located in the heart of Seattle's Capitol Hill neighborhood and less than five miles away from campus. Proudly partnered with Washington Husky Athletics, Red Hook offers a variety of small batch beers brewed on site, delicious wood-fired pizzas, small bites, craft cocktails, and more. With hygienic practices in place and social distancing in effect, Red Hook Brew Lab is your go-to destination to enjoy great beer and delicious food leading up to and during the upcoming football and basketball seasons. Go dogs! Hey Husky fans, in this virtual, mobile, and digitally connected world, are you prepared to meet your clients' demands? Rely on your coach, QBSI Xerox, for cloud-based solutions, electronic document management, and mobile business processes. With over 40 years servicing the Northwest business community, QBSI knows what it's like to be the home team. Register today for your complimentary QBSI 360 assessment at QBSI360.com or call 1-800-831-5858. At Magic Toyota in Edmonds, we love seeing past and current UW Huskies introduce future Husky generations to the university through athletics. That's why, through the good and the challenging times, we support programs like Pups and Parents. Nothing is more satisfying than seeing alumni, students, and future Huskies experience the unforgettable moments of UW athletics. As a proud sponsor, we invite you to visit Magic Toyota right on Highway 99 in Edmonds and always online at magictoyota.com. Go dogs! 
Relive 100 years of Husky football with the University Bookstore, the only retailer founded by Huskies for Huskies. University Bookstore carries the best selection of Husky gear, including retro and throwback styles. Keep your Saturday game day tradition alive with classic Rose Bowl tees, the essential Don James replica hat, and everything else you need to spark that Husky spirit. And don't forget, Pack Rewards members save 10% on Husky gear every day. Shop online at ubookstore.com. Hi Husky fans, Tony Castricone here for UPS. Your customers want more from your business. You've got to make more happen, whether they're in Seattle or on the other side of the world. Globally or locally, UPS is building solutions to help businesses give their customers exactly what they want. More made easy. UPS, official logistics company of Washington Athletics. This is Washington Football on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Only one app is the official mobile app of the Washington Huskies. The Huskies Game Day app, presented by Wafed Bank. All your favorite news and stories from GoHuskies.com, schedules for all 22 varsity sports, live and on-demand audio broadcasts, and more. Customize your news feed to your favorite Husky teams and listen live to radio broadcasts of football games, men's and women's basketball games, and coaches shows in the palm of your hand. Just go to the App Store and search Huskies Game Day. That's Huskies Game Day to download the Huskies Game Day app, presented by Wafed Bank. Go Dogs! Live every Wednesday night from 6 to 7 p.m., it's the Jimmy Lake Show. We're going to play fast. We're going to play physical. There's no team that we shouldn't be motivated to go beat. We know they're big-time athletes that we've recruited in here. Defense is all about keeping points off the board, and whoever plays the best is going to have the opportunity to go play for the Pac-12 Championship. The Jimmy Lake Show, live from Husky Stadium, every Wednesday from 6 to 7 p.m., only on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Husky football Saturday continues live from Husky Stadium. The dogs are down on the field getting ready to start practice here on this Saturday morning on Montlake. It's time for this week in Husky history brought to you by Toyota. Toyota, let's go places. Damon, we had a, a fun listen uh, from 8 to 9 o'clock here on the network earlier, listening back to that double overtime win against Oregon State. That was your first year in the booth with Bob Rondo. What do you remember most about that double overtime thriller against the Beavers? Yeah, I mean, just that, uh, you know, we jumped out on that big lead and you just thought, oh, we're going to run away with this game. But uh, credit Mike Riley and the Beavers, who had a really strong program uh, at that time during that era. Fought their way back, scratch clawed, goes to overtime. And then, yeah, that, that, that play, you know, you thought you won the game, and then the flag comes out late. It was. <laughs> it was just shades of that Ohio State-Miami National Championship yeah, game. Yeah. And you thought, oh, my goodness, or here we go again. But uh, the dogs make the final stand on that two-point conversion, and what a what a great win! This place was rocking that night, and um, yeah, it was a, a great win over the Beavers, who had kind of had our number at that time, if I remember right. Yeah, that was ten years ago on Friday. But also speaking of this week in Husky history, we can look back uh, to your era when you were playing quarterback here, and. Uh, 
it's an anniversary on Thursday of a game against Arizona State when the dog defense showed up. A 35-14 win, and Ink Aliaga led the charge. 15 tackles in one game, plus a pick six. And I think he had like three and a half tackles for loss, one and a half sacks. Uh, Pac-10 Defensive Player of the Week, and, and one of the great defensive performances in recent Husky history. Yeah, Ink Aliaga, what a great Husky, great teammate. A uh, great man, and boy, he could play. He was the silent assassin. He, and he would hit you in the mouth, and and not say a word. You know, and pick you up and do it the next play all <laughs> over again. And uh, you know, had a great Husky career. Went on to play in the NFL and uh, doing some neat things here at the University of Washington. Now working in academic services, but one of the great Husky linebackers of all time, Ink Aliaga. And then 25-year anniversary on Wednesday of a game at Stanford where. It's your senior year, Damon, 1995, and you're, you're going on the road to take on a Cardinal team that's ranked 16th in the nation. They were undefeated at the time, but Washington goes down there to the Bay Area, and Rashawn Sheehy has a field day, 196 yards on the ground, and you just kind of thump the Cardinal, 38-28. What, what's your recollection of that game your senior year? Yeah, no, that was a, that was a good win. Um, I think we we beat them um, my sophomore year, but had lost to them the year before in, in a horrible rainstorm down there. And so to come back our senior year and, and win that game against a good Stanford team, you're right, Rashawn Sheehy went off. Like I remember a touchdown pass to big old Ernie Conwell. Uh, but that that was a fun win down there and uh, certainly propelled us uh, to, to co-Pac-10 champs that season. Yeah, it's a tough grind to go through a Pac-10 schedule, Pac-12 schedule. I mean, and, and to – Game after game, week after week, when you go on the road to one of those, I mean, you, you know going into the game, that's a big game. Yeah. You guys were really able to live up to the to, to the challenge. Actually. Yeah, I think it was back-to-back -back road wins. We'd been down at Arizona and beat them, and then to come back and beat Stanford uh, the following week. So we were feeling pretty good about ourselves and that football team as the season was going on and and uh, finished strong that season, beating the Cougs in the Apple Cup. and. And, um, and and a co-champions co there at the end of the year. Yeah, it's awesome. So that's This Week in Husky History. It's brought to you by Toyota. Toyota, let's go places. Uh, they are basically got the special teams players on the field right now warming up in advance of practice here at Husky Stadium. Uh, kind of fun to keep an eye on this kicking situation where you got a guy in Peyton Henry who's a senior. He's earned a scholarship in his time here after starting as a walk-on. But he's competing still for the job. Uh, despite incredible accuracy last year, Peyton Henry was fantastic, competing with a, a big leg in Tim Horn, who had the kickoff duties last year as a true freshman out of Hawaii and just crushed a ton of touchbacks. And, and you do have to wonder if maybe we might see Tim Horn in a, in a long field goal situation this year. Yeah, I, I, I think we might. I mean, you know, Peyton Henry, again, as you mentioned, extremely accurate, but I don't know if he has the biggest leg, you know, the 55-yarder the, the type, uh, type leg. But uh, we know for sure that uh, Tim Horn does. I mean, this was one of the top recruited kickers in the country out of, out of uh, Honolulu um, just, you know, a year ago. So did handle those duties as kickoff, and I think he's a guy that this staff's uh, pretty excited about. And competition always brings out the best in these guys, and you never want your kicker too comfortable because you know he's going to be uncomfortable at some point during the season. So keep Peyton uncomfortable uh, all uh, preseason with this competition, and, and we'll see how it unfolds. Yeah, Jimmy Lake uh, mentioned that earlier this week 
on the Jimmy Lake show, he said they were coming off a practice where they had the kickers in some very uncomfortable situations, and, and he thought they both lived up to the challenge. So that's something to keep an eye on. Hey, if you didn't catch the Jimmy Lake show this week, you can listen to it anytime on demand. Just go to your podcast app and download the Go Huskies podcast, Jimmy Lake show, available on demand 24-7, 365. Okay, we'll wrap up this week's Husky football Saturday show live from Husky Stadium after this word from Home Street Bank. Home Street Bank was born in Seattle, and for nearly 100 years, we've been your neighbor and a passionate supporter of local communities. That's why we continue to sponsor and support Husky Athletics through these challenging times. Home Street Bank remains dedicated to serving current and new customers through personal banking, home loan, and business banking solutions. Whether online or in person, we're here, and we're looking forward to helping you. Homestreet.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Today's the day to save big on the last of the new 2020 Toyotas. Now through November 2nd, get $1,250 customer cash on a powerful RAV4 hybrid or $1,750 on remaining gas-powered RAV4s. Or you can take advantage of a great lease deal on RAV4. A dealer dock fee up to $150 may be added. For complete details on all Toyota offers, see your local Toyota dealer or go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Waterbrook Winery offers world-class Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Chardonnay, and more. Throughout our prized Columbia Valley vineyards, our crowning jewel is the 160-acre Waterbrook Estate Vineyard in the Walla Walla Valley. Established in 1984, Walla Walla's fourth founded winery, we're proud to be named a Wine Spectator Top 100 Wine three times. Learn more about our award-winning wines, tastings, and wine country events at www.waterbrook.com. Relive 100 years of Husky football with the University Bookstore, the only retailer founded by Huskies for Huskies. University Bookstore carries the best selection of Husky gear, including retro and throwback styles. Keep your Saturday game day tradition alive with classic Rose Bowl tees, the essential Don James replica hat, and everything else you need to spark that Husky spirit. And don't forget, Pack Rewards members save 10% on Husky gear every day. Shop online at ubookstore.com. Bob Kendall, president of Star Rentals. A big reason our family-owned business has been around since 1900 is the principle of empowering our people to do what they think is in the best interest of the customer. After all, this is a relationship business, and that's a constant that hasn't changed over time. Star Rentals, the preferred supplier to the West's best contractors. Empowering our employees to bring value to our customers. We think that's a relationship that will work for your business. Find out how at StarRentals.com. Hi Husky fans, Tony Castricone here for UPS. Your customers want more from your business. You've got to make more happen, whether they're in Seattle or on the other side of the world. Globally or locally, UPS is building solutions to help businesses give their customers exactly what they want. More made easy. UPS, official logistics company of Washington Athletics. This is Washington Football on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. 
It's back, the return of the prestigious Learfield IMG College Directors Cup, honoring college sports excellence across all competitive divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow along with L Directors Cup on Twitter or online to see which schools will be taking home a first place trophy in June for their season-long success. Learfield IMG College Directors Cup, a premier institutional award jointly launched in 1993 by USA Today and NACTA. Hey, dog fans, Tony Castricone here. Two downloads you must have on your phone or tablet are the Huskies Game Day app and the Go Huskies podcast. The Huskies Game Day app, presented by Wafed Bank, brings you all your favorite content from GoHuskies.com in an easy, mobile-friendly layout. Plus, you can listen live to games and coaches' shows with the touch of a button. Just go to the App Store and search Huskies Game Day. And the Go Huskies podcast has all our radio shows on demand, plus other podcast-exclusive content on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher. Download today and go dogs. Husky football Saturday live from Husky Stadium. They are getting ready to begin practice in about an hour and warming up now down on the field as uh, the quarterbacks make their way onto the field running out of the tunnel here at Husky Stadium. Joined by Damon Heward and earlier today we asked you our trivia question brought to you by University Bookstore. Who holds the record in Washington football history for the most rushing yards in a single game at Husky Stadium? Damon, any guesses? Well, my guess is going to be in 1996, I was actually out of football, and I was home and watching my little brother Brock uh, play some quarterback here, and I saw a half of football by a running back I had never <laughs> seen in this stadium by the name of Corey Dillon, and it was versus, um, I believe, San Jose State. That's right. And I think he ran for like 250 yards in the first quarter. That's right, uh, 222. And 222, yep. okay. And had he stayed in the whole game, he might have ran for 600 yards. But uh, they took uh, the pedal, uh, the, the, the foot off the pedal there. And um, I'm not sure he got too many more yards, but I'm still going to go with Corey Dillon versus San Jose State, 96. That is a heck of a guess. It is just a little bit off because he didn't touch the ball again in quarters two through four. He <laughs> okay. could have had the record. But the actual record goes to Cradell the Incredible Green, 1955. He did it against the Cougs. He covered 255 yards of territory on the ground. The three men to wear purple and gold who have eclipsed that mark, they all did so on the road. It was Corey Dillon at Oregon who did better. Chris Polk in the 2010 Apple Cup on the road. And then, of course, Hugh McElhaney. Holds the school record 296 yards in a single game, 1950. Wow. That's well, a lot. Yeah, and I'm, uh, you know, I, I, next time you ask me these questions, I'm going to guess that the answer is probably in the decade we talked about with Dave <laughs> Trell. Because you're going back to the 50s. I don't know if that's fair, you asking me those questions. But uh, anyway, so next week I'll, I'll take a shot at the, some player from the 60s. It's a tough one, but you might be <laughs> onto a pattern here. Just maybe. Maybe, possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Um, but hey, great show today. Awesome yeah. hearing from. Keith Bonifa, awesome hearing from uh, Akaika Malloy, and really excited for those two position groups as they get ready for the start of the 2020 season. Huskies are down on the field right now, warming up for practice. We see all seven of the quarterbacks in the gold jerseys out there stretching and getting ready to go. And we are ready to go, Damon, three weeks from now, first game of the season at Cal. Oh, man. Like I said, every show, I think it can't get here soon enough. And, uh, 
Sometimes these days are long, but the weeks are short. We're getting closer, and it's going to be a lot of fun uh, when the dogs uh, kick it off there in Berkeley here in three short weeks, and um, can't wait for the season to get rolling. Yeah, we cannot. Thanks to Wolf Golke, our studio host, and our engineer, Terry Ryan. For Damon Heward, I'm Tony Castricone, live from Husky Stadium, saying so long, and thanks for listening to Husky Football Saturday on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Talk to you on Wednesday night for the Jimmy Lake Show. Till then, go dogs. been listening to Husky Football Saturday on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Husky Football Saturday has been brought to you by Banner Bank, here to help people and businesses reach their goals. Toyota, let's go places. Husky Football Saturday is an exclusive presentation of the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.